everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse episode 174. I am Peter and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's here too. Yeah, yeah I am. Uh, this is a DC Comics podcast. We talk about comic books on this show. And uh, coming up on this week's show, we have Action Comics 1015, Wonder Woman 79, The Flash 79, Batman Superman number 2, Shazam issue 7, finally, Batgirl 39, Justice League Dark 15, Dial H for Hero number 7, Harleen issue 1, and Batman Curse of the White Knight issue 3. So that is the uh, the books coming up on this week's show, um, but yeah, it's been a very late week for news. Uh, we got some breaking news at the end of last week's show, but there's been essentially nothing since. Uh, at least not for comic books directly. There's been some uh, some TV things uh, going yeah. on. Well, it's uh, it's New York Comic Con next weekend, so we might get some stuff then. Yeah, we might have breaking news throughout the show next week because Comic Con's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have no idea what DC panels are happening or when. I feel so. like the Didio and Jim Lee meet the publishers ones always like early on the Friday, what I say, but I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you don't tend to get that much from that one usually. No, yeah, it tends to be the more specific ones on the Saturday. Mm. Mm, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, let's talk about Brandon Ruth and his Kingdom Come Superman outfit because I know Matt wants to. Yeah, buddy. He looks, looks, he looks good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if he bulked up or if that's just the costume, but he he looks like the guy that modeled for the Alex he, Ross painting. So the material yeah. of the costume looks relatively thin. Yeah. So he so, probably bulked up. Yeah, it might have just been him. Because that was one of my big problems when he was Superman back in 06 Was he always seemed kind of slight. Like Reeve was a he wasn't a huge guy. But, you know, he seemed like a, a powerful dude. And I never got that out of Ralph. And now he looks proper, you know. Back in he o- looks fantastic. Back yeah. in 06, yeah. that's 13 years ago. Time is moving too fast. It, it is. <laughs> back in 06. Oh, yeah. dear. Back when I was like, oh, man, I just want a good Superman movie. And then I should have been careful what I asked for. Uh, I bet you take returns any day right now. Oh, I, for sure. Returns is boring as shit, but at least he acts like Superman. There's, <laughs> there's no without a with that. doubt. Oh, dear. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, that, that was a dark, dark, dark movie for, you know, Lois Lane, because Kate Bosworth in that movie is like yeah. such a, a blank sheet of paper. It's Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's because Ralph's pretty good as Superman, I think, yeah. even in that movie. I mean, he's doing a. A, a, a Reeve impression, don't get me wrong, but that's what he's supposed to be doing, and he does a pretty right. good job of that. It's it's con- continuing continuity from those, but I mean, yeah, the airplane scene still stands out. Yeah, the airplane uh, it's scene still is still a great scene. Pretty good. Uh, Joy, it's always funny that movie's born as shit, and now you've got the added Kevin Spacey kind of like layer to add into yeah. that movie. So oh, that's, and then the singer layer. Yeah, and the singer, oh, the singer layer. Oh my, that movie yeah. is just rampant with problems. Brandon yeah, Russell, yeah, the only thing comes out unscathed. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, Mars did not too bad. He's still, I mean, he's still acting. But... His character's just like, he's there to be the guy who like, like, yeah. just moves over basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got a whiff of the Last Stand uh, script and was like, oh, I'm going to go do this over here. Yeah, I came out the same year. Man, 2006 so, was a bad was time a for superhero year. movies. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, but again, with what we've got out of DC... I would still take the boringness of returns. You know? I'd, I'd take returns of a BVS any day. 
Oh, yeah. well, so would I, but I mean... And, and, the, and, and parts of Man of Steel. Parts, Man of Steel gets gets a lot wrong, but some of the stuff that it does get right... Like it's... Well, here's, here's the thing, though. Man of Steel is a better movie than Superman Returns. It's not necessarily a better Superman, but it right. is not boring like Superman Returns no. is. Yeah, I, I, Man of Steel is not a bad movie. It's just a bad Superman movie. There's a, right. there's a big difference there. It's not it's it's not a great movie, don't get me wrong. It's riddled with problems of its own making. But it's enjoyable enough mm-hmm. as a movie. Just just not super Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got Brad and Ruth, but <laughs> perhaps the bigger news though is the Canary spit off coming out of Arrow next season. Because <laughs> 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 why 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 uh why just escape the Felicity family when we can have a spin off focused around our daughter in the future? Oh wait, that's what this is. Yeah, oh, yeah. it said in the future is it's her daughter Mia oh. Smoke with yeah an aged up uh, Dana and Laurel who both have like crappy old age makeup on. <laughs> oh boy! Throughout the whole of the last season, it's terrible. Hey, but but Crisis is coming and that's exciting. Crisis is exciting. Crisis is exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. One of my favorite uh, tweets from Pete over the last couple of days was. Uh, they said the the lady that played Huntress, uh, right? It was Huntress. Yeah, Huntress. Yeah. Is is gonna be on from uh, is gonna be on uh, Crisis from Birds of Prey from the old Birds of Prey yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, oh. not Mary Elizabeth Winston, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. But uh, and Pete's like, oh, this will excite like all nine of the fans of that show. <laughs> and I wanted to argue and be like, oh, be nice. And then I remembered I I watched an episode of that show and I I. Yeah forget that existed most of the time you know, and then I, I'm like, oh, I yeah that was a thing i didn't know it existed when it happened i like discovered it like like five years later and went oh i should probably try this show and i watched the pilot and was like yeah i'm good <laughs> yeah that, that was a lean time for superhero stuff yeah. you know so you just you took what you got and i mean don't yeah. get me wrong dana meyer is barbara gordon's inspired casting for, for an mm-hmm. older babs but uh um, Birds of Prey can't catch a break, and I'm not particularly but, excited about the movie right now either. So, uh, I mean, so now if you look at all of these, they're they're really pulling from every TV show that's been on. I would say because we've already had people from The Flash show up, right? The old mm-hmm. '90s yeah. show, and and uh, we're getting Conroy showing up from animated series. So, I mean, really, the only one I can think of. Is that old Adventures of Superboy show that was on on like Saturday mornings, way you, way back in the day? Well, you mean back in like the early nineties? Yeah. Hey, if they pull someone from that, that is a that is a deep cut. Is yeah. is it deeper than Birds of Prey? I don't know. I feel like more people remember Superboy than remember Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. Well, Superboy was sure. longer ago. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, but I mean, we've got the Lois and Clark people on there already without a crisis. You know. <laughs> So. Yeah, same goes for Wonder Woman. Although I think she, I, there are rumors that she might be back as Wonder Woman in this. Yeah, that'd be re- that'd be really cool if she does the spin. I'm going to lose it. Ne- <laughs> next up, innocent bystander number four from episode seventeen of Lois yeah. and Clark. Yeah, um, but yeah, so no, it's pretty exciting is that they're actually pulling all these together and and whatnot. And I and I just feel like there was this argument about about the dc cinematic universe and at this point i'm like just just enjoy the tv shows right now guys like they're they're doing the crossover stuff there so it's there yeah if you want i it. mean i think we've said before but this is essentially their their end game yeah right? you know, this crisis is nope. this is their ambitious moment in the in the spotlight mm-hmm. and 
I mean, they're going for it. Clearly. Yeah. Full, full mm. go. I mean, when they got Tom Welling as as Clark, and man, yeah. that picture of them on the Kent farm. Yeah. Eh, oh, it brought back memories, Connor. I almost watched an episode. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, Matt. All your memories will be ruined if you do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. Do it. He's right. I I probably could skip the first two seasons. You just definitely season could. Three. You could that, also that... skip season three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Probably ten too. But that's not no. I've never, well, I already did. I, I skipped seasons eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> well, half of eight. So, but uh, yeah. And the sad, not sad thing. The disappointing thing is, I guess Rosenbaum turned down mm-hmm. an appearance, which he he's my favorite Lex. So yeah. I mean, not much. I mean, Clancy Brown, I guess, is decent. You know, and the cartoon version. But yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's not the same. Slim Pickens. No way am I going to praise the other one from Returns. <laughs> oh. Falling for that trap. Uh, no, why would you? Why would you? That'd be, that'd be yeah. insane talk. To be fair, no no one praised him even at the time. No, nah, no one really did. Everyone was just kind of like, yeah, Spacey as like sounded like a good idea. It, yeah, it, it's not like this is anything tarnished. It's just like, I mean, sure, it's one more Actually, reason. Joe's a lot like, um, oh, not the the stuff since uh, with with what he's turned out to be, but like, because uh, I, I recently reviewed Terminator Salvation and it's a lot like John Connor by as Christian, you know, Christian Bale is John Connor. That sounds like perfect. And then you watch Salvation and it's just kind of like, hmm, this didn't work yeah. out so well. Although I don't necessarily no. blame him for that, but. No. You know. no. The best thing to come out of Salvation was the uh, him freaking out on set because the lighting guy walked into his eyeline. Joe, Joe was funny because I was talking about this actually. Is yeah. that this came from a simpler time? Like, see, see, nowadays when something comes out about an actor, it's mm-hmm. like Kevin Spacey. It's like the, the, right. these big stories of these really dark things yeah. that are absolutely vile. And you think back to Christian Bale getting a lot of bad press because he lost his temper and shouted at someone on set, and I'm like, yep. that seems like child's play. What? Who cares? That's, yeah, <laughs> that's quaint. Yeah, we, we, we were saying, I was talking about the same in, uh, in British politics this week where, you know, only a couple of years ago, it was a big scandal when a comedian said something on, on a news show to, you know, to a, to a BBC, you know, presenter. And there was headlines for days. This week, you had someone on a BBC show actively saying they're and, and encouraging that. Nothing. <laughs> Carter's one makes well, sense so of the them British there. government just... <laughs> Just uh, got got a hold of uh, Connor's microphone and yes, censored him. And censored them because so. we did not hear the vital part of information in that sentence. We have no idea what he just said. <laughs> yeah, what, what so bit did he get up to? Uh, pretty pretty great. You said you said you know someone said blah 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 blah, blah and then that was uh, that was yeah. basically it. No, I said uh, someone went on a, on a BBC show and actually said there should be riots over Brexit. You know, encouraging people to riot and loot in the streets. Uh, nothing no, nothing happening yeah that's not let's not do that that's yeah uh, how about no writing please um <laughs> please <laughs> pete's asking nice guys he, nice. he can't be bothered going out and dealing with that yeah no I, it's just <laughs> can't be, be fussed with it i have movies to see pete yes. just wants to go to the shops and buy his stuff he doesn't want to have to loot yeah. <laughs> i mean i'll take stuff for free i suppose but otherwise i have to deal with angry people running around yeah. and Chaos ensuing and all sorts. Thank you very much. Oh dear, Car, sorry, you mate. For the love of yeah, all things. Yeah, man, it sounds like you're doing Velcro. Well, I didn't know. 
Matt, it's been less all week. He's refusing to buy a new mic cable. Um, uh, so, yeah, so it's October and, and like Tuesday, right? I'm bringing this up because it's Halloween season and this is this most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Prove me wrong. <laughs> and October thoughts coming up. That's it. I've already been getting in the mood by watching some horror movies. And I want to mention oh, one me that too. I, but I watched this week. There was a oh. little find on Amazon Prime that turned out to be a great little gem, a uh, little low-budget movie uh, about two guys called They Look Like People. And it's a great little film uh, about mental illness and paranoia. And th- th- these are like two friends who are kind of trying to reconnect, and this one guy believes the aliens or something are taking pe- over people and like are around them, and he has to like defend the planet. It's... It's a delightful little film, which I was not expecting. It's weird in places, very tense, but ultimately yeah, it's actually it, a really uh, personal human story. I recommend yeah, that it. It doesn't sound like a horror movie, Pete. Oh, I guess it's a horror movie. Just oh, Okay. As soon as he gets a phone call with his deep voice going, you can't trust anyone. They're all around. I, I can't do it justice. I was listening, I was watching it with headphones, and this the deep effect on this voice was like burrowing into my skull. It was great. Chilling. It was great, though. Uh, I recommend I, it. They look like people. I was home sick from work on Thursday with a with a cold, and I watched My Bloody Valentine. Which one? The original. Original, okay. The, yeah. Uh, that's on Hulu right now. And, and what a delightful, quaint slasher movie. How about this one for you, Matt? How about a film called Late Phases, where the premise is that this old uh, veteran moves into a retirement community, and he's blind. And a werewolf yeah. kills one of the old people, so he has a month to prepare as a blind man to take on a werewolf. Yeah, that's. I think that's uh, on my queue. <laughs> is no. uh, Did anyone see yeah. that light go across my screen a second ago? Then, or are my eyes no. going funny? Uh, I think I did see it. A br- I, was briefly. I wasn't paying attention. Going round, and I'm like, I have no idea what that was. It's the aliens. It's a ghost. Like genuinely, like, I, I have no idea what the hell has caused that, and I'm just like, did I imagine yeah. that? Oh, there was a scene in the other like people where the, the the one friend asked the other one to help him shave his back, and I was watching this on stream with viewers, and someone said this would be like if Peter and Connor lived together. Of course, I vehemently denied denied that immediately, but I was not. A, that you guys live together, but you definitely would shave Connor's back. <laughs> I, I, right? I would not shave Connor's back. Thank you very much. Oh come on, be a bro. I want no part of it. I want no part of it. I'm good. Like I'll shave the back up until where you can't reach. Like once you can reach, you're on you. <laughs> you know, like. Just know, I'll be a bro. Like, <laughs> is Matt offering to shave our backs for us? I think he just I think did he that. He is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, I'd I'd help a bro out. <laughs> no, but that was double because that was quite good. And then I watched another werewolf movie that was also pretty good. So I actually have a few werewolf movies that aren't aren't shit now. Cause... Yeah, I thought you hated all werewolf movies. Well, not because I I had seen like two good but ones a lot and, of them are bad. and the rest of them sucked. But I seen yeah. a couple of decent ones this week, so. Fair play. A couple of good Wolf movies. I saw movies this week. It was weird. What did you see? I went and saw Ad Astra at the cinema. I went to the IMAX to see it because Pete said it, it, it looked good. So I thought, well, I'll pay extra for the IMAX. Yeah. And uh, that was worth the money. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I heard some spoilers about it. Now I'm like, I should have went and saw this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you I probably do it. Because I don't want to say anything for people because people should find out about this on their own. Um. But it, it, it the trailer makes it look like a Terrence Malick movie, and and it's not. 
No, I mean, there's definitely some sort of slow visual moments that kind of maybe, yeah. you know, remind you of Terrence Malick, but it's not. It's, yeah. Um, there's definitely some plot holes. So there's some things that you can pick apart, like, quite happily once you've seen it, uh, that sure. makes no sense. Um, there's also some really loose, <laughs> loose understanding of physics at one or two moments uh, that really... Uh, so it's not like Interstellar Taurus then. <laughs> there's a point towards the end where and i won't spoil what's going on or what's happening i'll just say that when you're trapped when you're moving in space when you've when you've let's just say shot yourself in a direction in space as soon as you hit an object it'll completely stop your momentum that does not happen no no that's not true it depends on the force of of your your speed you know your velocity and your you know and then how big the object you hit is if if that's presumably has very little velocity of its own it might knock your course it will it will it might move you but if you're if you've got a significantly okay, higher velocity fine, it fine, stop fine, you correct dead. me you know what scene i'm talking about you know it's I do, wrong exactly I, I do yeah <laughs> he doesn't have a feather he has lots of things <laughs> what sorry about <laughs> haven't you ever seen asteroids <coughs> uh what the video game yeah you're just flying all over, bumping into stuff. That's how space works, right? Sure, yeah. As asteroids yeah. taught us. Yeah. 100% <laughs> physically possible. It has yes. some, uh, fantastically tense moments, though, in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very yeah, pretty. It's, Good music. Uh, that director did The Last City of Z, which is a book that I've had forever. That's, uh, you know, true story of what happened to these guys that went into the Amazon. I want to say back in the 1910s. Uh, it's been on my queue forever to watch. I just, from what I hear, it's an experience. Like you got to sit down and not be distracted and take it all in. Uh, and, and thanks to to phones and whatnot, my attention span is not what it was five years ago. So <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. Um, uh, well, for me, that's actually quite a, a gauge for how good a movie is, though. Like if it's mm-hmm. like twenty minutes in and I'm already looking at Twitter, <laughs> then the movie's yeah. not doing a good job. But if I'm just like no 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 the lights are staying out I'm not looking at the phone I'm I'm zoned yeah. in I'm in the it moment. Is, it is a lot easier in a cinema though to not have yep. that temp. Oh you absolutely. Feel so you just don't do it. Oh yeah, I never do it. Even when I hate the movie, I don't do it in a cinema. The only time I've done oh. it in a cinema is when I was literally the only person. Yeah, in the me studio. too. Yeah. Well, I've, and, I've, and it was not a good movie. Yeah, I've I've texted you guys from movies <laughs> when I was the only one in there, being like, yeah. "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> Yeah, so. I, if there's even one other person in there, I'm not touching it. I'm not being that guy. Yeah. No. But if if I'm on my own, eh, screw it. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of kind of a barren time for movies right now. I haven't been in the, the theater in a bit. Yeah, this was the first time I've been it. since like Toy Story. Yeah. So, but well, it'll, it'll pick up, I think. Oh, we got Joker in like two weeks. Yeah. Well, for us, it's next week. Well, it might be next week. I don't actually know. I'm yeah. just... <laughs> uh, October 4th. That sounds about right. That sounds right. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm in a really weird place with that movie. I, don't, I just, like, I, I just kind of... Like, I didn't even realize it was out next week. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so, I, I don't... I don't even, the I'm more excited Todd... for it. The more he yeah. talks, the worse he gets. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I won't say what it was they did because it was it, uh, this is uh, you know a weird story but it was tweet uh, uh nicholas scott uh retweeted it earlier on twitter mm-hmm. 
so if you want to go and read that story yeah. about him, uh, yeah. and I say story, it's something he's you know admitted to doing, and it was on the record. It's not like it, it involves the Hangover. I I'd heard the story before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah, okay then. Yeah, he's but he's always been this guy. Like yeah. to, to to think that it's just come up now because the Joker. It's not. I mean, again, he made the Gigi Allen uh, movie for his student thesis, you know, in mm. film school called Hated. And I believe that's on YouTube. People would want to watch it. But at the same time, I'm really curious about this movie. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing where, like, it got to a point where I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of done talking about it. <laughs> I don't even want to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it's just the whole thing. In fact, speaking, speaking of movies, surprise, surprise, Sony and Marvel made up. Who could have saw that coming? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think when we yeah, talked I've about seen it. conflicting reports. Some people have said that uh, Sony gave in and, and took the, the, the deal that they refused, uh, the, the 50-50 deal. I've seen other places yeah. reporting that uh, Marvel are only getting 25%. No, I saw 25%. Okay. It's for one Spider-Man movie and one Spider-Man in the MCU appearance. But... The other caveat, though, is that now Sony are allowed to use Spider-Man in their own other movies as well. So, right. Uh, it sounds like there was a bit so, of a compromise. W- would you want there to be a Sony Spider-Man and an MCU Spider-Man, or do you want them both to be Holland? Because uh, if they can play nice well enough that they don't do anything super like contradictory in the other movies, then sure, just let it be Holland. Like, uh, yeah. Cause, Cause, I don't know if I want Holland showing up with Tom Hardy. In the, you know what I mean? Oh, I definitely do. Oh no way! I believe it was supposed to do uh, have an appearance in the first Venom movie, and then it got cut for <laughs> scheduling reasons. I don't know if I like Fascinating. that. Fascinating. Uh, I am happy for Watts though, because now he still gets to work with Feige. You know. Yeah, yeah, and Watts has already like, like confirmed, or is at least like in final talks yeah. to come back for the third one. So. Yeah, and and Holland was already contract, so I'm glad for those guys. Also, the memes that have popped up of, of uh, uh, what's his name, Garfield, not getting a third movie, <laughs> and now Holland. <laughs> Although Holland's played Spider-Man more, right? Yeah, because he's played it in like five movies at this point. Yeah, so he is the de facto Spider-Man. Even though a couple of them are obviously fairly small parts comparatively, but yeah. Another thing I was thinking, I said it as a joke in the group, but what if the MCU kills off Peter? And then Sony gets to do the Clone War thing, or the Clone Saga, and MCU gets Miles. I wouldn't be averse to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, could do it that way. So, so the, the Clone Saga is definitely something Sony would do, right? I don't see why not. That said, I loved Spider-Verse. It was my favorite movie last year, so I just That's can't. Far and away my favorite Spider-Man movie. It's not even close. Homecoming's pretty good, but I still think I'll edge to. Think yes, I'll edge to Spider Verse. Pete, uh, what's your favorite Spider Man movie? It's probably Spider Verse. Although I always, I always kind of count animation separately in my head. So if we're doing live action, yeah. I, I guess. Um, what was that Connor? <laughs> so, but we're not just doing live action. We're doing <laughs> Spider Man movies. Oh well, fade. But you know, if I'm doing, if I'm doing, it's probably Homecoming if I'm the live action stuff. But Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. that no that attitude there is exactly the problem with going well this animation doesn't really count yes it does it's fantastic i'm not saying it doesn't count i'm saying i'm saying no, i just know but your, your first reaction is to go well i mean yeah but i'm counting separately 
That, that's well, he's just... not counting it separately. It's cordoned off in a different section of his brain, yeah. so it doesn't come to mind immediately. Is what he was saying. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. kind of count animation separately. I, like, that's why when people say, "Oh, what's your favorite Batman movies?" I always kind of have to do a second category. I'm like, oh yeah, Mask of Phantasm is really good, but I never think of it first. Yeah. I just go straight to Dark Knight. Yeah, that's it. Although at least uh, in that case, I do actually like Nolan's trilogy more. But that's yeah. I also I also love Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. I haven't seen Massive Phantasm since the theater when I was a kid, so I need to get on that. It has been a long time since I've watched it, admittedly. Yeah, I know, because I know they're bringing in uh, Phantasm later mm-hmm. late this year or early next year that yeah. we're doing that. So, And and I know uh, all, all that, that movie is canon, uh, as much as is possible with continuity. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I might have to rewatch it. All right, then. So, comic books this week. We'll start off with Action Comics number 1015. Brian Michael Bendis writing with Simon Kudransky on the art. So Naomi showed up at the end of last issue. Yeah. And this issue starts with her POV. And I, I literally mean her POV. The first page is like yep. panels of her like vision like flying through the sky. And there's like this glowing light sort of energy going around all the panels to kind of like mimic mm-hmm. her, her light power. Um, and it's all about how she's never flown before. And she should have probably practiced yeah. a little bit before trying to land in the middle of a busy city street. <laughs> Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time someone else has drawn Naomi. I think so, yeah. Right? Like like in a book, not not for a cover or anything. Um so besides Walker. So so that's pretty cool. And really this is literally the next chronological appearance of Naomi. Yeah. From that, what she tells Superman. That, this is like yeah, like the, the same night as she she flew off at the end yeah. of issue six of her own book, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so she's so, so she's landing. She's t- she's telling Superman who she is and about mm-hmm. you know this this sort of world she's came from and just it's it's actually quite obviously in your face like just how mm-hmm. similar to Superman's story it is. Um, yeah. When she actually goes, oh yeah, I'm, I'm you know my parents sent me here to to protect me because our world was dying. <laughs> like oh yeah, that's still like a yeah. lot of Superman. I yeah, mean that, that's yeah. More, it was all me too. It's it's more of a another dimension than another planet, but it's the same kind right. of difference. I really yeah. like the, the see the page where they go off flying again to the fortress because he wants mm-hmm. the examiner, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just flying normally, and he's 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 it looks the same almost in every panel on the page. But Naomi's like sort of like f- you know flapping around wildly in the background because she's still trying to like control her flying yeah. powers. Yeah, well, and they're going to the Hall of Justice. Oh, Hall of Justice. Um, sorry, Hall of Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, he wants her to meet. The Wonder Twins, which yeah. I thought that was cool because that's the Wonder Comics crossing back over, uh, which which is pretty cool. But yeah, that whole scene where because she wrecks into this um, food cart outside the planet, and I thought that was a real fun like Superman moment where, you know, um, where he tells her that oh, I got this mess. You 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 know, it was all an accident. He cleans it up, and then she he explains to her all of this other stuff. Um, and Ruben, the guy that runs it goes, Oh, you clean the grill again. What's wrong with you? And I got to say, as someone that grills a lot, that is like the realest sentiment. So either Bendis really knows about food grills or he talked to somebody that does. Um, but this, this issue was full of small little moments like that. That really, really made me chuckle. Yeah. It was, Um, it was definitely a banter issue because obviously once Batman shows up and, yeah. Naomi's like, oh, Batman's here. <laughs> why, why did you do that? <laughs> Does that to everyone? Uh, and it, you know, it brings up Leviathan, and Batman's like, judging by your mm-hmm. pulse, you're not Leviathan, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> and just little things like that. Uh, uh, 
it really feels a part of the world. Bendis has done a really good job yeah. with keeping all of his books feeling like they're all in the same sort of yep. corner, like, essentially. And from what I understand, that's what he did at Marvel too. Like mm. when you had Jessica Jones and Iron Fist showing up in Daredevil, right? And it wasn't like guest appearance by. I mean, this one's kind of kind of like that, but I get that because Naomi's a new character. Um, but no, it all feels the same. And when you see the Wonder Twins, you're like, oh yeah, that is canon. Yeah. Right here, and then I'm sure when she shows up with Young Justice, you know, that, which is also a Wonder Comics, we'll get references to this, you know, um, which is cool. Again, that's why I like comics. But you know, so Superman leaves Naomi with Batman at the Hall of Justice, and um, to go basically save Rose and Thorn from from Red Cloud, Red whatever, right? It's Red Cloud, right? Is it Red Mist? Yeah, Red Cloud, yeah. Okay. Um, but so, which which is good, because I thought, you know, Rose and Thorn was a goner uh, until we find out, you know, from, from Millennium. Maybe not not so much. Uh, but yeah, and that was a pretty fun scene, just because we get to see how Superman interacts with Red Cloud after interacting with her so many times. Yeah, well, what I liked and, about it is uh, he's like, you know, you know, Thorn get behind me, and she's like, "No, I'm Rose now." Yeah. He's like, "In that case, definitely get behind me." Right. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. Yeah, that made me laugh. Who's also at this, you know, seedy bar, right? Yeah, because um, yeah, because there's been a couple of scenes with him in past issues of mm-hmm. him being shady and Clark investigating him. Yeah. So again, it's just tying that stuff in. But you know, yeah. Red Mist, like, or sorry, Red Cloud. That's your fault. Red Cloud beat My him bad. before, and yep. we get this sequence where you know she's taking him on and. Uh, she's like Lex Luthor says hello, and she flies him outside, and it's like this, you know, it's go past, goes past Perry's window, goes past, you know, through the sky, yeah. and it looks like he's losing. And the final, the final beat before the, because the title page comes at the end of this issue with all the Easter yeah. eggs on the, the 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 Twitter sort of interface. Um, it's basically like, nah, do you think Luthor will actually be happy if like I beat you this yeah. easily? You know, he wants you to suffer more than this. Uh, yeah. so you know. Um, and you just like you, know, you hear crunches and cracks, and I think it's like no, he's beat again, but she's just deciding not to kill him in this moment because uh, I mean, can she actually kill him? I mean, possibly. It's debatable if it would actually work, but well, we've yeah, we've seen her like choke him out through through the gas, yeah. But here she's much more physical, which we all know you cannot punch Superman like that's just a you know he, he's just gonna outlast you. So, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, but if you're gaseous, she hesitates. Then maybe yeah. it was actually it was making me think of uh, like how would Superman fare against the T1000? Because the T1000 can take anything that you can throw at him in, a, in terms of a punch, right? Because he could just liquidate Bro. out. Yeah, freeze breath done for a short time. Hold yeah, on, freeze hold breath on. done. Throw throw him into a, a lava pit, and he's he's done. Is freeze breath is freeze breath um, as strong as liquid nitrogen? I don't know. I've never got uh, any... Superman's is. Is it? Mm, okay. Without lung capacity. <laughs> I mean, he leaves people in like ice cubes sometimes. Question for the audience: yeah. Is Superman's freeze breath as as cold as liquid nitrogen? Uh, I, right I in. think so. Right in and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> but because a regular Terminator, Superman could take out no problem. You know, punch yeah. the head off, done. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a robot. Like he once yeah. once he gets past the fact that it's not a human. You know, then he, you know, all bets are off. Wouldn't Freeze uh, Breath work on Red Cloud if you give it a try? I think that's a, he dispersed her one time that, mm. that way. 
That's right. And, yeah, and now right. that's why she she has the upgrade. So uh, from Luther, and then that's what it's causing. And plus, he doesn't want to hurt her. You know, which I always feel is one of Superman's strengths slash weaknesses is that because he sees the good in just about everybody, he never really lets go. That's why when he does let go, it makes that moment. You know, when he fights somebody like Mongol or, or yeah. Cyborg Superman or whatever, someone that can take it, uh, it, it always hits well with me. But uh, so, so at least it looks pretty dire. But Bendis, in, in his ever humorous way, if, if you read all the stuff on the last page, which is oh, yeah. basically the, the Daily Planet Twitter page, um, like who is Timmy Olsen? Um, which which we got from the Jimmy book. Yeah, it there's that. stuff about Leviathan. The, like the, opinion is Batman Leviathan. Do you know what I like about the trends is that you uh-huh. get you have if it, it references a yeah. lot of other books. You get Shazam and Kandak, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. uh, Kandak, Kandak. You know what I mean? Kandak. Um, um, you've got Love the Drake, which be yeah, a Bendis shop. <laughs> Bendis, no, you ain't gonna make it work. Yeah. Uh, Bloodhaven, Blood Feud. I assume that's whatever's going on in Nightwing. Um, yeah. Super Sons Reunited is referring to his own book. But, you know, New Suicide Squad, I mean, that news only broke in the last couple of weeks, so that's like quite a right? up-to-date little reference to what's going on. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And there was another one underneath. Uh, so two underneath the multiverse map. Hmm. It's the Shark, uh, Cavalier, and Magpire all transferred to Bell Reef Prison in Louisiana. And then one of the hashtags is Squad Goals. So again, mm. that's that's something that Taylor's been doing the last couple weeks. So they threw that in there pretty quick, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, I imagine these, these little Easter egg title pages can be done fairly last minute compared to everything yeah. else, because it's just text, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's a Photoshop uh, job, more than it is an actual comic book uh, page production, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looking all around just at those... Um, I'm trying to think there was another one. Uh, the, I will. the analysis, can you trust your local hero? An infection sweeps across the superhero community. Is anyone immune? Uh, like, that's something new. That's something that I haven't heard. I will say, one of the things I really like about this issue is how Superman actually, try, when he's trying to talk to Red Cloud about like just coming to him for mm-hmm. help instead of fighting him, is he, I like how he sort of brings Naomi into that. says, hey, this new superpowered person just showed up asking for help, uh, mm-hmm. which is what I'm doing. That's what you should do. I, I, I kind of like the idea of yeah, using Naomi as a positive example for what he actually wants other people to do when they, they, right. they are feeling scared because they have powers or because Which, they. Yeah, but see, I I never get that with with good whatever her backstory is. Oh sure, yeah. You know what I mean? I I love the fact that though that Naomi is someone that we've seen through her book that is inspired by Superman. Yeah, obviously, and of we, course, we... her, you know. Yeah, we know better about good because obviously we know Superman's barking up the wrong tree. Like he's not going to like convince her, uh, at least not easily. But I like that yeah. you know from his point of view, trying to use Naomi as an example of like, hey, she came to us and we're doing our best to help. Yeah. Um, even Batman's on board helping her. So yeah, you know, um, yeah, I, I yeah, love he, he sees the good in Red Cloud. So I love the idea of uh, when we get Naomi back as a book that she comes back and it's like right after all this stuff and she's like oh yeah so mm-hmm. I'm Superman and Batman <laughs> and like just like I can't wait for her to tell her friend and then her parents who you know one of them is a a Iranian you know like that that now she's she's part of this bigger world they were trying to keep her from 
Rainian? Ranian? Oh. Is it not Ranian? Ranian, Ranian, whatever it is. Uh, Ranish. Uh, Ran- no, it, it's definitely an Indian. <laughs> I just, wherever you want to put the emphasis. <laughs> oh, no. It was a solid issue, though. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Kudransky's art is still pretty solid. It's not um, necessarily the best the book's had, but uh, I think the Red Cloud stuff specifically looked really, really nice. Yeah. Well, I liked all the stuff with Naomi in the beginning, too. Uh, all the POV stuff, yeah. the, the POV, fun uh, borders. POV stuff and the borders were really good. I think uh, the, where the art kind of almost fell short just by comparison is that because I've only really seen Kim Campbell do Naomi before, yeah. like her like her face and stuff did feel a little bit weaker than normal. I was like, oh, I'm used to her, her, her looking really yeah. good because I've only really seen her in this one well, art style before. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that just comes down to different differing styles. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I mean, I thought it was, the art was pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, what are you giving it, Matt? Well, I'm going to get 8.5. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm going to give it an 8. I'll give it a solid 8 out of 10. So that's Action Comics 1015. Uh, that'll take us on to Wonder Woman issue 79, G. Willow Wilson writing with Scott Eaton on the art. So... Love is gone, uh, as as we've established okay. previously. Uh, we ended last issue with Cheetah kind of stalking the streets as Wonder Woman is just kind of lost and confused as writing's going on. Yeah, she, she's in a daze. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah, so I actually, one of my favorite parts of this was just the idea of uh, Cheetah like, just deciding to strike and just sauntering down the street, like, being like, okay, now I'm going to attack her. Now it's time. And, very casual yeah i really like that this confidence that she has because of it yeah and it's a game to her she, she is like a big cat playing with her prey yeah. you know um uh, and yeah and the best page of the book is probably wonder woman on instinct going to cross her arms to like block with her gauntlets and there is no gauntlets be because it. they get destroyed last issue so you know the next couple yeah. of panels she's just got blood all down her arms because she's blocked a sword with right. her arms yeah i think i'd have appreciated actually seeing some sort of cut on her arms as well some sort of gash yeah it, there's there's blood I, sure but i can't actually see any wound whatsoever and that felt really jarring to me yeah i'm not a fan of this eating art in this, yeah, this issue me, no me that's either. fair it's, it's, it, it's, it's some of the worst art the books had i think it i mean it is replacement level like i've talked about this before in sports you have a replacement level player where they're just kind of the average they're not good they're not bad it's just what a basic blank slate would do yeah it's, it's eating, not terrible but no. it doesn't live up to the the, you no, know, the, the, the first team, as it were. Yeah, and so, and I feel like some of that takes away from just the pacing, like Connor just said. With the, I would have liked to see a de facto injury happen, you know, her because at first I got a little bit confused because if this is a sword that that killed Aphrodite, right? Yeah, she's lunging in and she's brought her arms up, and and you just see yeah. it touch the edge of the the arms. You don't see it go in at all, mm-hmm. which is fine. But right. then on the next page, just some blood on her arms, but that's it. I can't actually see any sort of cut from the, you know, and, and that looks like she have left a pretty deep gash. Yeah. 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 If this is strong enough to kill a god, but Wonder Woman's not even, like, get getting to the bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, unless she is actually holding back because she doesn't want to just kill her in one strike. You know, Maybe. It's, you know, yeah. it's more about playing with her again. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a little inconsistent there. Um, you know, I mean, I have other stuff. Maggie's back from Themyscira because the world's going to shit. Uh, and try to convince mm-hmm. Auntie to try and rekindle love because, you know, Aphrodite was, was their mother and maybe maybe they can... Inherit some of that power yeah, and, and direct just, it. 
bring love back kind of, and kind of what we've been speculating for i imagine that's where it's going and how it's going to like come back and like solve all the problems but yeah. uh, and kale's got a scientist analyzing the shard <laughs> that they got and it's like oh it's got like nano biological tech in the sword it's it's, it's coded to cheetah yeah because uh, she basically comes in and she she's able it's not quite like thor's hammer she's able to pick it up but it immediately just sort of like slings over to cheetah when she does it yeah uh, yeah so you know so it's kind of uh, shows that example and she tranks cheetah for like a minute to like slow her down while she comes in and tells wonder woman all this intel uh and that's kind of you know well, there's a lot of exposition in that scene i felt yeah there's yeah. a lot of exposition that's when she does the arm thing but Wonder Woman's able to kind of fight back and she finds some strength, not in love, but in justice, which still exists with it, even without love. So she's able to kind of mm-hmm. you know, do enough. And, and I did, what I did like about this fight scene, though, I like the idea that she sort of acts tough to get sort of scare Cheetah. And Cheetah runs mm-hmm. away, you know, you know, her tail between her legs. But as soon as Cheetah's out of the room, Wonder Woman collapses. Like she, she's kind of faking yeah. it almost. She's faking it to appear strong and then immediately just yeah. buckles. Uh, I do kind right, of like which that I would say... I, I wouldn't say fakes it, but it's she's hanging on for as much as she can. Yeah, to, yeah. To, yeah you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, and I would say that that shows her strength right there. It's, it's you know what I mean. She digs deep, gets yeah. that extra. And I, I think uh, the narration might be actually a little overdone here on this because it actually says, "Oh, the, the final ounce of my strength lasts just as long as it must, yeah. and then I let go." And I, I don't think that's even necessary. <laughs> um, no, because I think. I think that you can see that you know she's standing there, she's staring her off. Cheetah runs off, and then she collapses. It's pretty, yeah. pretty clear. Without, without the, I think it would have been stronger without the dialogue, or yeah. the the narration. Yeah. Uh, and then the final scene is Steve kind of saying, "Hey, without, oh. with, <laughs> without love, like you know that was the last thing keeping us together because ultimately you're not really committed to us and I always come second. So it, it leaves with Steve walking out with his bags packed, and Wonder Woman's left in her bed crying, like like a complete dick. Like yeah, but I, I, it's this thing though where like is is he like is this just being a dick because there's no love left? Like he's just he's got no love in him, so he's being dickish. But and see, I thought this was going to the other way. To the like, I, I, I know that I have love for you, but it's my duty to stay with you, right? He's a soldier, he's a pilot, mm-hmm. and I figured that's where it was going. Not for him to be like up, oh, deuces, and then cut out, you know, leaving her literally at her most vulnerable. We've never seen Diana this vulnerable, so like, I, uh, narratively, I understand it. I think it's a bad move, though. Mm. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Uh, so that was the end of the issue. Um, I mean, I, th- I think the main progression with Cheetah stuff I, I quite liked. Um, and even Kale, you know, doing, doing her yeah. thing. The Kale stuff was probably my favorite just because she is a complete mad scientist at this point. You know? And and I, I always love the idea of her uh, always, like, being cited because she might be smarter than Luther, but she'll never get that credit. Because she's not Lex Luthor, and like Lex has this brand that Kale just doesn't have, and yeah. so the the you know almost as if this wasn't to to you know be even with Diana, it was to be like well screw Luthor I'm going to show I'm better than him. I, I would say she's more ruthless here. I don't because mm-hmm. she she you know tells the scientist to just figure it out. Yeah, you've got till tomorrow. Luthor would have just stood there and done it himself if it was that desperate. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is a. 
one of several books, in fact, Action Comics was as well, that have the You're the Villain banner on it saying Unleashed. And mm. there's references in all these books to how Lex Luthor's gifts or tech are helping. So, you know, with Cheetah, it was the, you know, the swordsman enhanced. In action, it was yep. Red Cloud having some extra pizzazz. Um. So there's more of that to come. So, it, you know, it, like, and some of it's a bit more clunky than others. I mean, I think typically it, it's integrated better than the gift sort of stuff was because that was always mm-hmm. two pages at the end. It was always the exact same scene. Yeah. Here it is more just like okay, how the villains are using it in the plot that we're ha- right. already having. It's just kind of it's it's left some clunky dialogue, but it's yeah. not terrible. Well, because the gift was the inciting incident, right? And now mm-hmm. this is all the fallout. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I was sick of like hearing Lex being name dropped by the end of my book. So I was like, okay, I get it. Lex is giving out stuff to people, right? Okay, <laughs> we can move on from this now. Yeah. It's one of these things that I wish there wasn't a banner though. I think it would feel much more exciting if just a couple of them brought it up without us knowing about it in yeah. advance but because there's a banner saying this is a tie-in to you're the villain you, yeah like, like yeah superman out of any of them or action out of any of them could have gotten away with it right because it is lex mm. and it's kind of central to that plot uh, this, this could have gotten away with it as well like you know just in the sense yeah. of hey you know we know that luther gave her this sort oh oh it turns out he enhanced it a little bit and sure. uh, on top of that like cheetah's been actively working with lex and justice league for right. you know Months and months and months, so... Right. So, yeah, it feels a bit more natural, even though the actual name drops of Lex uh, started to feel a little bit iffy across the board. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, one of them individually. It's just that they all happen to be doing it at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is the worst thing about these weird kind of forced little tie-in elements in in these books. I mean, at least it's not taking the books over, like, wholesale. It's just these little details, but uh, it is worth mentioning. Uh, So, yeah, the art is kind of mediocre, um... Yeah, yeah, wasn't feeling it too much, and it's a shame because the art in this book uh, for Wilson's run, for the most part, has been very good. Obviously, last issue we did have some complaints as well. It's just this this arc here at the end. It's almost like it's it's the end of the run, so they're it's not getting the same loving care. Uh, the the other artists have gone off to you know new and better things. Yeah, and they're like, ah, oh, well, you guys can just finish off. Yeah, let's, let's throw in some house style, you know, workmen to to finish this. I, off. I think to yeah. be fair to Eaton here. I don't think it is just house style. I think they're attempting to emulate the feel of the book. Um, a little bit. Successful. But I think they're attempting. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you random at? I'm going to give it a seven. Like, it's it's fine. Car? Yeah, I agree with a seven. I think uh, things like the art drag it down a bit. Yeah, I'm also with a seven. I, I like most of the story progression, a couple of inconsistencies, but the art mm-hmm. definitely drags it down like a point, at least, uh, yeah. if not a couple. So uh, that's one of them 79. That'll take us on to the Flash issue 79, Joshua Williamson writing with Rafa Sandoval on the art. And this is, you know, post-death of Psych. Uh, I swear, every issue of the Flash for the last like few months... Like, I never remember the names of any of these new characters until they say them in the issue, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's psych. Oh yeah, it's steadfast. Oh yeah, it's... <laughs> Fear yeah, no, I, I... My stupid brain memorizes these things. Uh, yeah, that, so... Every, every issue, I'm the same. Like, I forget no, who... Don't ask me their real names, right? Oh, sure, yeah, I can but tell I know their Speed Force names. Yeah. Or Strength Force and Sage Force and <laughs> so on. Yeah. Yes. Um... So yeah, obviously we, we've been a little bit warm on this arc and uh, we were definitely down on year one. Uh, I think this issue doesn't really do anything to completely change it. Um, you know, it, I, I think it's fine. It continues the, the arc, uh, you know, along the way it's been going. 
uh, with no kind of quality up or down, really. Um, oh, it did occur to me in this issue why we have new outfits for the rogues. I think the main reason for it is so that we can tell the difference between Captain Cold and Commander Cold without having to think about it. Because he just looks so different. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was when, because there's, there's a transition at one point where we're with the rogues and we're, you know, Captain Cold's there. And then, you know, sometimes you get the narration box when the next scene will pop on at the bottom of the page to, like, tease the next page. And it's, like, a cold box. And I'm like, oh, we're going to another cold character. And I turned the page and he's, you know, he's got the parka on. And I'm like, oh, that's why new cold, or old cold looks yeah. so different is because it's, it's just so it's easy to tell who's who. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I just I thought I'd mention that. Uh, so they're all pissed at Flash for, uh, you know, like, hey, we could have helped you. We could if we if you let us come with you, like, we could have helped you save Steadfast or Sight rather. Yeah, but here's the thing: now you're a target too. That's like me bringing like if if the Black Flash over after everybody, and I bring all of them to where one is. Now you're just creating a buffet for the Black Flash. Mm. You know? No, no, so I, that's logic. Like, for. I'm getting real tired of Fuerza's attitude. Like, at this point, I'm just like, is is the strength force really just, like... I don't want to say corrupting her, but... I, I think it might maybe makes her a bit more reckless. Yeah, like... And, and if that's the case, that's good on on uh, Williamson for giving her a character that way, but I'm just... I, I, I get why people don't like Guy Gardner, right? Because a lot of the same reasons... But it's funny you say that, Matt. Over time. It's funny you say that because I was about to say yeah. she's she's acting like Guy Gardner. <laughs> no, but exactly. Do you know, what, do you but, know what the problem is here? Is we never really knew her before, before. so we right. don't know if if the strength force is changing her or if this is just how she is. Or, or, so it has yeah. that, that. is she just a prick like Guy Gardner always? Yeah, Guy Gardner's a prick, but he's a lovable prick. Uh, exactly. She's debatable. not that lovable. She's just, and I just look at at her and like wait. Barry's trying to save you, and you're going to sit there and argue with him at every other point. And my personality type, if I'm Barry, I'm like, fine, go off. I don't, whatever. I'm trying to help you. You don't want to take the help. See ya. That's so, why you're not Barry Allen. Yeah. Not exactly. That's why so, I like Guy Gardner. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Rose, so we, we got to Golden Glider, who's helping uh, kids, like orphans, or, yeah. or hard done by kids. I think it's just kids who have been like, uh, like abused and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she's uh, helping them by teaching them how to skate, and it's all kind of sweet. And then uh, through the, the reflection of the, the ice, uh, the rogues come in. And yeah, like, like I, I do actually like how Cold looks, and I, uh, Heat Wave looks fine, but the other two, you know, Mirror Master and Heat Wave, what are those new designs? I don't mind the um, the the Weather Wizard one. I really uh, don't. No. Uh, no, I'm it's not terrible. feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I like it. To, uh, but no, uh, Mirror Master, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I get. They're trying to make him a living mirror, right? But mm-hmm. it's just not working. It's too 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 far into the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they basically because at first she's not willing to be convinced. She doesn't want anything to do with yeah. them. Uh, but Cold's like, hey, the plan that we're going to do it's your plan. It's the plan you've wanted to do the whole time. So we don't get to hear what it is. But no. uh, it seems like it's something personal that she cares about because it, it just convinces her immediately at the end of the scene. So, uh, we found out the Speed Force is actually stronger because of Sykes' death, because because the Sage right. Force has been cut off, essentially, from the Speed Force. I think your mic's going, Matt. Um, I think, uh, you know, like I said, the Speed Force has been re- reinvigorated, so presumably once all the other forces are done, which I think they will be right. by the end of the story, um, the Speed well, Force Well, except for be... the Steel Force, because the Steel Force is a, is a key true, true, element, true. you know, um... But but no, I, I feel like they're gonna find a way to wall them all off, so we can have like who knows if these characters will ever show up back up again. But they won't be connected to Speed Force by the end of it. 
Yeah. No, probably not. Like, I think the the still force makes sense to connect to to the speed force in mm-hmm. that. Okay, it's it's a it's a it's a balance. It's a counterweight. Right. It stops the speed force just you know running away with it all and and you know and, and taking over everything. Uh-huh. So it's it's got to have something to hold it yeah. back. You know, yeah. It's, it, it, it's 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 equal and opposite reaction essentially. Right. I feel like Fuerza had the most time out of any of these characters, so if anyone's going to survive and stick around in any capacity, it probably will be right. her. Yeah, oh, yeah. And she's Dead. hiding inside the strength force right now. Right. Uh, if I know, just and, her, uh, she, she brings Ellis in with her. So. Yeah. Well, no, she takes uh, uh, Commander Cold so he can do some research yeah, of it, what, what makes up the strength force. Ah, you're right, right. Stays with her. Yeah, Steadfast, I... yeah, Steadfast comes back out because he's there when uh, Iris reappears. Right. Yeah. But yeah, and that's why I think Cold will find her, Commander Cold. Well, let's call him Henry. Henry will find a way um, to to wall it off, I'm sure. But I, I love this moment when Iris shows up and there's this awkward, you know, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then Steadfast comes up and he's like, "Hey, you 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 want to want me to have you relieve your happy or relive your happy memories mm-hmm. like I did with Barry?" And Barry's like, "No, no, 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 we're fine." Uh-huh. And I was like, "You're yeah, I'm right, we're fine." I I just like that that Jay's helmet is in the background yeah. of the museum. Mm. Um, I'm quite happy about you know, it. I never noticed this when I first read it, but looking at that page now when she first shows up, like it's not the most sleazy thing ever, but I feel like they've got her in a pose just so they can try and show off how great her ass is. Like that it that's is, yeah. that's what that pose is. Um so I could have done without that. But uh yeah, so they talk about Wally and this is you know, it's like the, the, it gives you an editor's note for flash forward and talks about Linda going to see him and I'm like yeah. Not falling for that. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> that much. It's like um, any other writer, yeah. and that would have been, you know, would have been going, ooh, we should have read this. I mean, we would have read that, but yeah. Uh, as it is, no. Yeah. It could have been anyone else. Yeah. It, could, it could have been, you know, uh, our favorite workman, you know, workhorse writer, uh, Dan Abnett. Like, it would have been him. He'd have been fine. Yeah. I'd have read it. God. And he did Titan's Hunt that kind of seeded mm-hmm. the missing Wally. And I'm just like, what? Uh, anyways and then he did titans and was told that he can't do pretty much anything with wally for two years yeah so um so yeah so so steadfast tries to you know fire up his power to, to show iris and barry's like no don't do that uh for other reasons and then i wanted him not to do that because you think the black flash is coming out but no it's flipping zoom Mm-hmm. who i forgot about honestly like i forgot he was a part of all this you forgot about zoom yeah when, when it kicked off that, well, that doesn't sound very like you no i forgot about zoom but i forgot he was still floating around in a flash suit you know uh yeah. because of all these machinations yeah i, I do have to admit when i turned that page and he popped out i went oh yeah zoom hi yeah i did too but i would have expected matt to have been yeah. the one yeah, no. to remember no but no because uh, because year one or whatever it was really took a lot of steam out of that. So yeah, um, it did. So, um, but yeah, so so they you know go to fight and uh, um, Zoom kidnaps uh, uh, steadfast that's <laughs> and runs right. off. Uh, and the black flash is in pursuit, which is actually yeah. the end of the stuff we see of them. Because the last couple of pages is uh, Avery and Wallace uh, fighting some rogues. And they're basically like, hey, okay, we've taken out a lot of the B-listers. Let's go and get the real rogues. And let's go and get, you know, Cold and Heat Wave and so on. Uh, and all the rest of it. Because it was this yeah. last page, actually, where we see the lineup where I was really, like, annoyed yeah. at the new costumes for a couple well, of them. What about gliders? Yeah, gliders is terrible. Yeah. 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 Not I feeling it. I, yeah. yeah. It's not as bad as Weather Wizards, but it's just not good. I don't know, man. I still, like... 
If that wasn't Weather Wizard, uh, you know. Uh, if that was a new character, then fine, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, like it, Cold is the only one I actually really like. Uh, Heat Waves is, yeah, it's fine. Heat Waves has been on brand for what he's been since the New 52. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, he, it's fine. He's got some flame goggles on, and he's got like that, that yeah. flamey sort of chest reactor looking thing. It's fine. It looks, yeah. like, it looks like a flamethrower, dude. It's serviceable, right? Um, yeah, so, so the bad guy they take down on the beach is Big Sur, which is one of my favorite names in, in comics. Mm, uh, and it's who, yeah, and who uh, Goldberg played on The Flash. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was pretty pretty cool because I was like, oh, that's cool to see him. Goldberg was on The Flash. I don't remember this. Yeah, in, in the in the jail. I was Arrow. Was it oh. No, it was Flash. Now you're right. It's Flash. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I, do you know what it is? It's because they both had uh, stories where they went to prison yeah. in both shows yeah, around the, like same the same time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but so Matt didn't watch Arrow, so it must have been Flash. That's true. It must have yeah, been Flash. It was Flash right. and, because he had you're a right. debt to because, yeah, because he takes he takes, he takes Goldberg to China at the yeah. end of his story to escape. You're right. We should rate the Flash. Poor, <laughs> Poor Connor. We should rate the Flash. What's that? Are we done? We should yeah. rate the Flash seventy nine. Matt, what are you giving the Flash? Um, I'm in seven point five. <laughs> okay, Connor. Uh, I'll give it a six point five. Yeah, I'm probably more in line with Connor here. Six point five, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, that looks fine. It's not doing super great oh, things. I, I um, like parts of it, um, but I don't. I don't yeah. know how well that cut smoothly, but there'll be a big cut section cut out there. <laughs> yeah, what's really frustrating is, is they went on to about wrestling for like twenty minutes. You can probably catch it on Patreon. You will, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, at the start of that, I thought oh, I really need to go get another drink, but I'll wait. You know, we'll, we'll be taking a short break after this book anyway, so I'll just wait. And then they kept going, and, I went, and it, it was like. But now I've sat here so long that uh, I can't have any time left, and I still had time left every single time. Enough, enough wrestling talks to make Connor want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you can find those the deleted bonus bits on patreoncom slash TV. In fact, that's a good time as any to promote it. Patreon, uh, you can support everything we do, and you can support the show and keep all the content coming, including Couch from the Multiverse, by going to patreoncom slash TV and donating as little as one dollar per month, and it helps us out a great deal. So go and do that, and you get bonus things. So. That'll take us on to Batman Superman issue 2, Joshua Williamson writing with David Marquez on the art, and of course Shazam's infected, uh, although we start with Gordon who's working mysteriously yeah. for someone, uh, doing with some. evil things. Yeah. With some claws. Yes. Um, which there actually was a, a reference to this in Batgirl this week as well, actually, because Barbara was, can't find yeah. him. So it's like, hey, go, is, go uh, read Batman Superman. Matt, you you, you finished off uh, the Batman Who Laughs. Who's yes. this with Gordon? We don't know. Okay. It's, it's one of the infected, but we know from here that it's definitely not Batman Who Laughs. No, so. no, I just, I know Batman Who Laughs was dealing yeah. with all the other Batmen. Yeah. I didn't know if this yeah. was one of those left over at the end of that book. Mm. Is it? I don't think so. Is it one um, of the Secret Six that we've not met yet? It's it's either one of them or it's a leftover like like Connor said. Mm. Um, although I didn't know if there was too many left over. It's definitely not the Punisher Batman. Um, okay. Because uh, James Jr. took him out. Unless this is James Jr. You know what I mean? Um, Man. Which I don't see. But that, that would have been my first guess. That caption yeah. for you know this, this two page spread it says the cave of the Batman who laughs. I'm like we couldn't have come up with a better like the 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 laugh cave the. <laughs> the, I don't know, the something cave. I don't know. This is a bit cave of laughs. Cave of laughs. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it'll, it'll be coming. So um, yeah, 
Bob has to provide a favor. Let me just tell you. Shazam, yeah. We, we all know I really like Shazam, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of like Yul Shazam because he becomes a super bro. And I, and I <laughs> yeah, the, I've got effing superpowers. Yeah, give me a good chuckle. Yeah, yeah as, as he's one. darting into uh, the sky with lightning, he's got like a ball lightning around yeah. him. Uh, and also, Batman's uh, I hate magic. I can sympathize I with magic. that. Yeah, I am. Um, I like this issue a lot more than the the last one. It, it drops the whole. You know how my big complaint last issue was that it felt really unoriginal. It was doing the 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 lobe Superman Batman thing where it's you know the the, yeah. the duality thing. And like it felt that. repetitive, and I'd, I'd seen it before. This just goes, no, screw it, we're just doing our own thing now, and I think it's better for it. It may come back to it occasionally, but I think it was maybe yeah. a, a stylistic thing for the wanted in the first issue to kind of set up that this is a Batman-Superman book, it's both. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because um, oh, there's, there's not really I'll... much narration in this, if any, right? No. I, don't... Uh, I, don't, I don't recall much. Yeah. No, but him, uh, Billy, transforming into a kid, right? I, I was getting Shades of Kingdom Come. Yeah, he's pretending um, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Superman, right? there's something dark. And he's like, ha ha, sucker. <laughs> and then Shazam's well, he back up. Well, he Shazam, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's hard not to love this version. Yeah, like, Shazam. No, I want, I want my Billy back, right? But, but he's evil shit really entertaining. Yeah. And the action yeah. is really good. Like, see when, see when Shazam's back up and he's got Superman by the neck and Batman yep. just, like, suicide dives the like the Batman who lasts yep. bat plane into him. Yep. <laughs> like, that's a good moment. Uh, the the art's fantastic. Yeah, oh, the art's great. Yeah, yeah Marquez's art's even yeah, better Marquez. than the last Which, issue. I, I guess we're in the point of the week now where, oh, oh, we're into all the good artists now. Yeah. Because we've had like yeah, you know, some uh, you know okay art for the first few books. Uh, I don't know. You books, guys can yeah. can tell me I'm wrong about action because you know yeah, no. I didn't see that. I mean, action was definitely better than the two that came after it. Like, you but know. not a standout yeah. by by. I don't recall. I wouldn't say a standout. I like Kudransky. I think a little bit more than Pete, but he's still underneath the next couple we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just you know, I think when we get to the end of the show, there's going to be there's uh, a, fight. a lot of options this week as opposed yeah, to there's, some weeks. There's there's a couple of options. Yeah, there, there's a fight definitely. Yeah. Well, and I'm still fighting it. Like I I think there's maybe three options at the end to talk about yeah but we'll get to that we'll get to that anyway. oh yeah so uh billy has these batarangs that we yes. we had seen in in batman who laughs and these are how you infect and one of them has a super symbol on it, it has has the house of l yeah it was it was meant yeah. for superman yeah um right which actually leads and, to what the cliffhanger in this issue is is that superman goes undercover and goes to get the batman who laughs pretending to be infected and pretending to be a jokerized superman but he's just right. really pretend is acting which is actually kind of like the thought of clark having to pretend to be deranged is is kind of magical actually right. <laughs> how far does he go to to keep up the act that's the question isn't it right he, he has yeah, so- to do some stuff surely yeah so we get bruce and and clark in the uh fortress Mm. and you know bruce is in a stasis chamber because he fell and superman of course caught him yeah shazam gets away because uh he's like basically you have to keep fighting me and try to catch me or save batman because batman's fallen to his death right and so he does and and so basically bruce pieces this together you also find out that bruce can read kryptonian which, because of course he can. Um, he can speak and... it even. He actually says something in Kryptonian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not a good enough of a Superman fan to know what that says. I used to. I used to know the glyphs, but now I, not so much. Yeah. Um, also, poor Kellex. 
Yeah, Kellogg's got a got an ass whooping for Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, in his in his undeserved. State. But yeah, but then we find out that definitely when when they built the Hall of Justice, Batman had planned for Batman who laughs. So he's he's in this you know stasis field you can say where he can't move. Which I'm just like, just find him. Can we shoot him into the sun, Batman? Like, I know you have your rule, but just launch him into space. Right. Yeah, I get that. Because he he is the ultimate evil. I mean, this isn't the Joker that you can hope to rehabilitate. You know, best case is what you rehabilitate this one, and there's another Bruce Wayne running around. Like his Earth is shot. That's why he's coming to this Earth. <laughs> yeah, there's so, an argument that his Earth wasn't supposed to exist anyway, so it's fine to to just you know erase yeah, him along with the rest of his Earth. Exactly. You're playing with house money at this point. All right, just throw him into the sun. That's it, gone. Um, but, but yeah. So you know, I feel like there's there's going to be a little bit of a, a not a fallout, but because the way that that um, they bring this prison up, it was kind of done in secret from the rest of the leagues, you know. So um, I don't know what's going to go on here, but this definitely isn't going to go as planned. Oh, of course not. I definitely don't think so. Of course not. You know? Um. Well, and you know Gordon's still doing serious shit. He's at Arkham Asylum, and he says Batman. Yeah, I definitely. He says Batman, Superman, the rest of the crew won't know what hit them. So yeah, someone's up with Gordon. Someone's controlling him or making him crazy. Yeah, or... well, yeah, he's he's been affected by the Batman who laughs. So I'm definitely thinking those those hands that we're not seeing who they're attached well, to. It looked to me the person at the end might have been a different person it's different um, yeah it's not because yeah, the first yeah. time it's like a claw almost kind of hand yeah. And yeah this doesn't this looks more like you know it's a it's it's an a ungloved fist. hand and right. also the angle they're at he, they're looking down on him is he floating right. or is he stood up on the wall right and we kind of know from solicits who uh who's in the secret six so yeah. mm-hmm. can kind of make some educated guesses who the clawed one is versus this one um, yeah, I've been trying not to just for the sake of, you know, mm. for people who yeah, that's don't why I didn't, solicits. That's why I'm not, you know, guessing who, who yeah. they are, just so we can still get some surprise. But, uh, but yeah, no, that was, I had a lot of fun with this issue, just mainly off of Evil Billy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I like that Shazam, that. bitch, is going to become a thing when I'm, when I'm playing games with people. <laughs> I like, uh, <laughs> you know, even Batman Who Laughs is Superman's coming into frame at the end, uh, which felt like the start of Injustice 2, if you've seen the, the story of that video game, because uh, Superman's yeah. in like this this red sun like chamber uh, in that, because he's evil, and uh, he's like, oh, it's good to see you, old friend, and the final page is just Batman, uh, so, so Superman uh, with the, the Joker makeup on, you know, laughing and looking all, um, and Batman just watching, you know, watching the monitors being like, okay, don't screw this up, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no uh, no i like this issue a lot i thought it was better than issue one i think the art is fantastic uh marquez yep. has a really clean style that i think looks very pretty it's very f- but also is versatile enough that when we get to the darker stuff like mm-hmm. you know with the the evil world's mm-hmm. finest at the end uh still looks great yeah, yeah. sure it should be world's worst or something <laughs> Sure. What's the opposite of finest? I'm not going to say it. Shitest. World shitest. Oh. <laughs> I was going to make a dig at a certain movie, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. 
that would have been funnier. Oh yeah. dear. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm above that. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Sure. Yeah, don't believe it for a second. Uh, but I like this issue a lot. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all aboard the Batman Superman train now. And I think, I. I think it's refreshing to see Williamson writing something that's not Flash and see him kind of flex mm-hmm. his muscles with other characters. Uh, yeah. So, no, cool. If, uh, if, yeah. I was gonna say, Pete, if if you like high fantasy, I would recommend Birthright. But since you don't, um, Connor, it's you should definitely fantasy. read Birthright. Huh? Well, I didn't realize it was a high fantasy book. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's high fantasy mixed with the real world. It, it basically, what if you smash together Lord of the Rings style shenanigans with the Flight of the Navigator, and that's that's what the first arc is. I do like Flight so, of the Navigator. Lord of the Rings. I, I not know. So I know. So I'm um, interested. I'm interested. Yeah, and then Pete, if you haven't read Nailbiter, I think you'd like that one. Williamson's a really good writer. So just a side tangent, because uh, I got to, you know looking through the yeah. book as we go in. Uh, at the end here, you know, it's the, the adverts this week are all for Joker Harley, Criminal, Sam- yes. Cr- Criminal yeah. Sanity. And it says on sale, uh, you know, uh, yeah. 2nd of October. Pretty sure it's not. No. <laughs> it's not coming up here. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, we'll look at what's coming next week. No, no, but I just, you know, to have it the week before, here's your advertising push in the back of every book. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. It's coming, it's coming. Uh, all right, Matt, what are you rating Batman Superman issue to? This is a 8.5. Connor? I'm going to go with a 7.5. No, no, it's hot on it. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with a 9. And the art is a lot to do with that. Like, I think it's a solid 8 anyway, but I think the, the mm-hmm. art is really, really nice. So I'm going to elevate it. There you go. So, huh? no, I, mean, I, I, I liked it. I just didn't love it. Yeah. Shazam, bitch. Huh? Um, I, Shazam, bitch. Yeah, no points for guessing what Matt's going to yell out at the end of today's show after I say goodbye. Uh, oh, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, sure. I said uh-huh. I'm going to reserve that for games when I'm about to win. <laughs> Shazam, bitch! <laughs> Every time I say it, it gets a little bit closer to Rick James. Uh, this is a this is a Batman's version of the the Ben White. Uh, whoop! There it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Shazam, though, that'll take us on to Shazam number seven. Jeff Johns writing with Dale Eaglesham and Scott Collins on the art. Um, did you read this, Connor, or have you, did you yeah, given no. this up? Uh, 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 you know, I, I said a few weeks ago, I'm bored. I'm, bored. I'm, I'm just bored oh, no. waiting. I don't I, care anymore. I can't. I can't give it up. <laughs> Jeff Johns, man. It <laughs> didn't even cross my mind to read it. I, I didn't even notice it was out this week because uh, it just basically doesn't exist anymore in my brain. It, it might have been the first thing I read once I got my comics from my shop. <laughs> Matt has no no self control. Well, so, Matt, you enjoyed the issue, though, right? Yeah, if I could have remembered exactly what was going on, I'd piece it back together. But I feel like the in its in its time off, I feel like some of the script, you know, was altered to kind of help that along. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was just always the plan. Um, yeah. As so the... as Billy's explaining, to, well, as Mary has just, you know, yeah, told Mar- her foster parents. Yeah, Mary's revealing to the foster parents, like, what the mm-hmm. powers are. And then they're like, oh, I can't believe it. Because uh, the dad's, like, really excited. Yeah. He's, like, laughing yeah. like, with glee. And he's like, can you believe My it? Two, two of our foster kids are superheroes. And they're like, actually, <laughs> all of your foster yeah. kids are superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, delightful. Also, the stuff with Billy's dad on the outside of the house with the lightning. Mm. 
He's like, oh yeah, no, um, um, my my foster dad, he's he's really into like electronic stuff, and you know, it was it was pretty funny. He's like, is that safe? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? I was like, hey, listen here, Mister Abandon, you can't you can't ask if that's safe when y'all are just showing up in my life. All yeah. right, let's. It, let's yeah, it's neat because they explain to the foster parents about the the, the magic lands to explain where the other kids are. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice nice recap because it has been a while uh, since we yeah. since we talked about it. Uh, so yeah. Darla and uh, Freddy are in the the the, uh, the wild lands and wild they're, going, lands. they're going to be fed to the tigers. But of course, Tony sticks up for them and decides to save them by fighting off the other tigers. Uh, it's actually quite a dark scene because they're pleading with the bears to be like, "Hey, can can you not like kill us, please?" You know, Freddy's yeah. like, "Please, just take me instead of Darla. Uh, just take me, yeah. please." It's actually quite dark. Oh. Uh, but Tony and then he tells when, when they get pushed in there mm. and they're falling in. Before you see that Tony's gonna jump in, uh, you Freddy tells Darla, "Just close your eyes." Yeah. And I'm like, "Damn, Johns, what yeah, the hell are dark. you working through here?" It's dark. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Tony like saves them and like they're on his back and uh, you know Darl's like, "Oh, you're so soft," and he's like, "Thank you very much." <laughs> and he runs yeah. off. It's delightful. Well, and, and I just love the the proper. I I guess uh, what word would you guys use for Tony? Like he he's like um, I'm imagining I'm like Colin Firth in The Kingsman. Um, <laughs> he's a gentleman. Yeah, but no, there, there's a word. I forget what it is. Anyways, is it posh? Is that what posh is? Or is posh just like uh, upper? It's kind of posh. I would, I wouldn't necessarily go up with posh, but he's yeah, he, like he's proper. He's proper. Yeah, he's proper. Would just be the one that respectable. he respectable. Yeah, he, you know, he's he's trying to to talk with the tigers. Like, hey, look, guys, we don't have to eat these kids. And one of them was like, "What are you kidding, man? Kids taste better than adults." You know, that's what, that's what they say. And I was like, again, dark. <laughs> to be um, fair. Yeah. Lamb tastes better than mutton. Yeah, it's all kind of bad to me, you know. Lamb is the is is amazing. No, lamb, okay. not, lamb sucks. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? Nah. Um, but anyways, so what they they escape with Tony's help. Tony, you know, whips the ass of the other tigers, and then uh, they get out and they they go the first place they stop is so Tony can get his clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not his clothes. Some clothes. He, he goes into a tailor and takes some clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they run into and, the subway then, because he wants to yeah. go with them back to wherever they came from, and they go into yep. the tunnels in the subway. And unfortunately, though, they're not on the way back to the Earthlands or whatever else. They're going to the Darklands, which is something that they really yeah. introduce in this issue. Um, where when you know Shazam leaves the family with with Mary, uh, and Shazam is the one who goes into, uh the tunnels and yeah. uh, but by this point though savannah have got savannah's got black adam tied up and he's yeah. he's wanting them to be into the dark lands so that they can take over and the earth lands will be mine the monster society will have right. the rest of the, the the magic lands so like so, so the villain stuff yeah. yeah uh and, and while all this other is going on the the other two eugene and uh what's pedro, pedro yeah they're they're in the wazender lands which is basically just wonderland meets oz Mm. And they're talking about Yamas, and they run into the wizard, and they're kind of, you know, they're with the white rabbit, and the white rabbit's like, oh, no, this is the wizard? Like, you're in the presence of greatness. Do you know what I like about this? Uh, is I like that they question me, aren't you dead? And he's like, ah, yeah. true, true, you know, like magic 
Right. Wheelers never really die or whatever. Right. And I like that it, it turns out to be like, you know, fake later. It's like, no, no, no. The real yeah. wizard as a ghost shows up to Billy and is like, hey, yeah. there's an imposter out there. And you're like, oh shit, the one who's with them is, and, is treacherous. Who is he? And someone in your family isn't what they seem, right? And probably they start hitting at a. Maybe? I took that as maybe it's one of the kids. Uh, maybe. Hmm. You know, but who, who knows? And that there's a betrayal afoot. But and, uh, when he when he gets to the Darklands, though, like whenever you arrive in the Darklands, it seems to be that you yeah. always arrive buried alive because he has to break his way out of, yeah. a, out of a coffin. And there's like a mm-hmm. tombstone saying, "Here lies Billy Batson." But when he gets out, and the world's black and white, basically, um, he's not black it's, and white. He's he's still no. you know in full color. But it's, the, the world's almost black and white. Yeah. There's, there's like a hint of green, maybe. But um, yeah, it's very much a gothic horror. Yeah. It looks well, really good. Like, see when he gets up, because this is yeah. where the artist changed to Scott Collins. But when he's yeah. when he's like there and he's on the backdrop and it's like this noir world behind him, it actually looks quite good. But there's tombstones for Freddy and Darla, so he knows they're already here. He knows they've arrived mm-hmm. and gotten out and went somewhere. Uh, so you know, we end with this cliffhanger where okay, this fake you know wizards with uh, with uh, Pedro and Eugene, uh, Darla and uh freddy or with tawny in the dark land somewhere yeah. and it's like hey you're gonna have to go and like find them but the final little tease is it was a tombstone saying here lies captain marvel and it says next time shazam meets captain marvel what does that mean and they dropped the captain marvel name bomb in there yeah yeah so carol's showing up right <laughs> Actually, Joe, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder if part of the reason why this kept getting delayed was more to do with legal, like, you know, working out that they could use this. Yeah. Do you think that maybe them using Captain maybe. Marvel um, just delayed a lot of things because they had to just make it ironclad that they were allowed I'm to do this? I'm pretty sure legally they are that they were always allowed anyway. It's only the covers yeah. they can't use it on. Interesting. Right. I, I just I don't know. It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder if there was some legal just red tape to get over before they could finally release this and that's why it kept getting pushed back yeah maybe i i don't know that, that should because at this point now i mean if, I, it, if I it was... him, it's, it's shazam it's not captain marvel to me anymore yeah As, so... if, if it was just this book from john's that had been delayed yeah maybe you'd be onto something but it's everything he touches, so... Well, I don't, but I don't think that's fair, though, because the only other thing he's doing is Doomsday Clock, and that's been that's always been Frank, really, right? Like, that's always been Frank taking two months per yeah. issue. Maybe, I don't know if it has always been some of his... Well, I, I don't know if it's always been on just him. And then, well, and then Fabic posted a, a, you know... Three Jokers A piece stuff. of he's art for Three Jokers. That. And it said that piece took him, like, two to three days. And I'm like, geez, man... Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I actually think that it, there could be something to it. And I mean, unless it's complete nonsense, but it just it feels like Shazam, or sorry, Jim's Day Clock, it feels more like it's a Frank thing. And that's why the art, you know, the art just takes, yeah. you know, two month, two plus months. And that's why the issues always seem to be. T- but it's. Doomsday Clock, though, has been relatively consistent. And it's been, I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the gaps between issues have been getting slightly longer, but it's been in a fairly consistent, like, drift, if that makes sense. Where it's like, okay, it's always just a little bit more than the last one. <laughs> and it feels like, yeah, it feels like, yeah, there is like this clear kind of like, he was just getting it done in this time and now it's taking slightly longer. Uh, whereas with Shazam, it was like all of a sudden, oh, there's all these delays and issue seven has been pushed back like 15 times and, you know, over a, a three month period kind of thing. I don't know. I just makes me wonder like, oh, they, were, they almost had it cleared. And, oh, it's not quite cleared yet. We'll, we'll keep trying to clear it. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be anything at this point. Or maybe not I'm even glad just... Shazam's back. Or maybe it's still a delight. Yeah, I still delight. I enjoyed this show a lot. But maybe it's not even just that they use the name. Maybe it's like how they're portraying whatever they're doing with this, ca- yeah. you know, quote unquote Captain Marvel in the next issue. You know, maybe yeah. like so. I don't know. Because if I remember right, in the multiversity issue, that that it was, I believe it was Captain Marvel, just not on the. Because I think it was called like World of Thunder. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe in that issue it was Captain Marvel. Uh, that sounds but again, that's Morrison. So uh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just speculating because obviously this issue was delayed yeah, so much. Yeah, no, I and... know. I'm just trying to think. That's really the only time it showed up, though. That's like they've gone out of their way to be like, no, this is Shazam. I mean, even the movie, not not once is there a reference to Marvel. I, unless, know? um, like it was more just like for whatever reason, this entire like batch of issues, the story just completely changed for some reason. So you have to rewrite it all. And that's why it got yeah. heavily pushed. Ah, no, um, it's weird, but you know, yeah, maybe it was like you no, know, he'd actually like done most of the work, you know, writing wise. But then it was like no, you have to change a bunch of it, and by that point, he's already like working on Star Girl because he's he's showrunning that like as a full time showrunner. So I don't know. There's a lot of speculation that could go into it and like why, but um, but no, I enjoyed this show a lot. I, I think. Uh, I actually feel like I enjoyed this issue more in the last couple, and I think it's because it feels like, you know, because for a few issues there in the middle of this arc, it was very much, they're all split up into these different, like, um, you know, Magic Land locations, and it felt like maybe two or three in a row were kind of very similar in the sense that it was just moving each one forward a little bit. This issue, it felt like it was all starting to kind of, like, come in, become something, and I think the Dark Lands is my favourite one so far, uh, just because visually it looks so cool. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. The horror guy loves the dark lands. Uh, Fine, okay. Like, I have a taste. Kid. All right. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying. I'm just pointing it out. Um, so yeah, King Kid's still sitting around out there. Yes, too. he is. So, indeed. Um, don't, don't forget about them. Yeah. So I just looked up uh, Multiversity, and yeah, it was called Thunderworld Adventures, and it was Captain Marvel and the Marvel Family. So. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, so I do not know interesting yeah it makes you wonder why they, you know i mean obviously maybe for reasons they just want to be known more as shazam because they don't want to have a character who's that much associated with the word marvel mm-hmm. but um if they can just totally call it shazam but just have him be called captain marvel the entire time in the book yeah that's all right that, that's why i thought it should just be the powers of shazam book mm. and it just covers everybody you know but hey uh, what are you giving it matt oh uh, this is an eight that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah I probably agree with the. I, I think uh, the story is really starting to kind of cook. Uh, I'm digging uh, like the the build to like what Savannah's up to, and now that everything's kind of coming together and the, the foster parents know who they are, I, I can see that being a fun status quo change when they all get back. So uh, I will also give it an eight, and the art is pretty solid. There, there's an art change, of course, but it is when we get to a new world uh, towards the end where we get the, the new artist. So it it kind of fits. Uh, yeah, out of 10. Uh, so I'll take us on to Batgirl, issue 39. Cecil Castellucci writing with Carmine D. Domenico on the art. Uh, this is continuing the Oracle story uh, with the terrible trio and all yep, that stuff. And, uh, evil Oracle. Yeah. Uh, Batgirl uh, like, sort of whips up her, her, her... I'd say a new suit. It's basically just the, the suit yeah. she had before uh, remade. But Yeah. Yeah. Re- reinforced and whatnot. And, yeah. Uh, but we get a tour of Burnside in this issue, and it's definitely Brooklyn. 
Like, without a doubt. Have you not read the Burnside stuff all the way through? It's, it's the Brooklyn uh, to Gotham. Yeah. 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 So the way that, because uh, she gets sent out there by the, the politician lady. And because someone else in the campaign won't go out there. Mm. She's like, oh, you might as well be going to, you know, across the world. And but Babs, who that's her old stomping grounds, and, and she gets out there and just the talk of gentrification and you know the neighborhood kind of losing its identity, but it's also kind of good because you know other things are happening. I was like, oh, this is definitely every yeah every she, old neighborhood on the come up, and especially Brooklyn. She said mm-hmm. she sent out there uh, to like basically the campaign stuff for Alejo. And she's with Bard, and she's like talking to the old shop owners, and she's talking to like you know her old friend Frankie and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say there's a cruel tease at the start where like it turns out to be a simulation that Oracle's running and, and like her system. But you, it's... you saw Dick and you got excited. I saw yeah, it was like, it was the whole Bat family show up yep. and the Birds of Prey show up to help Babs fight, and Dick's like in his you know proper outfit, and I'm like, what, what, what's going on here? He's not meant to be in that outfit. It's like, oh, it's a simulation. Huh? That, this is this is the version of Nightwing that's in Oracle's head, because Babs yeah. has put that version there. It's now, like, well, and not that. just Dick, but also the classic Birds of Prey. But, you know, yeah, with from, from back. Yeah. yeah. And so Bat, I'm just and, like... And Dinah, as well, oh, I um, Man... Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I do like the terrible trio trying to like sneak away because they're hungry and want to get food. And like Oracle's like, "No, you will not leave." <laughs> yeah, she just wants friends, right? And she doesn't understand that friends have to eat. Yeah, uh, which we let, let's be real though, they were never coming back. Like they go to get food, mm-hmm. and that's it. So yeah, um, probably their dynamic kills me at this I point. Say, though. I really like, right. there's a panel here that I really like. It's when Babs goes back to the clock tower. There's a panel, it's sort of, it's a really dark panel with her standing with the cape kind of around her, uh, with mm-hmm. her shadow. And I thought, that's a really stylized little panel. It's a little bit different from what I expect from G. Domenico. Because uh, I expect, I, you know, I, yeah. because he did Flash for so long, I, I kind of think of him as a, this sort of bright it, artist kind of thing. Yeah. Um, G. Domenico really gels with Batgirl. Like, it, yeah. and Gotham and whatnot. Like, it, it feels like you know it's his art, but it's subtly different. You know, it's a little bit cleaner than uh, Flash was. It was, yeah. The lines are a, a, mm. a bit less messy, yeah. and I guess that works because Flash is all about speed, so it's meant to have a bit, a bit of motion right. to it. Whereas and motion and whatnot, yeah. But yeah, just and there's a lot of human moments in here that that play out because you, when she's in Burnside and she's remembering her adventures as Batgirl there in in the purple suit, um. You you get a lot of cool action stuff, right? With her memory in purple. Yeah, it's it's, it's basically it's, it's, it's almost like uh like when you're playing like a racing game, you get the ghost car of your yeah. your your like your, yeah. your your last best time. It's like yeah. the ghost like Babs from the past is like sort of in the scene doing like flips and stuff as she's talking to other people in present day. It's yeah. a nice little yeah. touch. I think, but- uh, Belair's kind of fairly flat colours are really complimenting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, again, yeah. anything under the shadows actually works quite well, better than I've expected from Jude Domenico. Like uh, when she stands up from the computers before she leaves the clock tower, for example, just her standing there in shadow looks quite yeah. good. Um, yeah, but yeah, but but even his characters sitting there, like they're at the bridge and Jason's playing with the dog, mm. uh, Bard, and whatnot. Like it's just it's not the Gia Domenico I'm used to. So and it, it kind of shocked me how good it looks. Yeah, um, um and you know the villains decide to, to hurt Babs and like draw her out. They're going to like attack Burnside because yep. it means something to her. So that's kind of like the big cliffhanger at the end. It's them burning yeah. uh, parts of Burnside. A, a bat symbol into yeah. to Burnside. Um, also, she's she's dealing with the Lex Luthor 
telling everybody yeah. to embrace Doom. I, I was of and two minds so, about this section because this is like after all of the Burnside stuff, and she gets a new costume, yeah. she goes out on patrol, and there's basically a montage of her like fighting various like yeah. muggers and whatever, and yeah. it's like a whole thing talking about uh, like the yeah, like you say, Alexi's like stuff empowering yeah. like Doom, and like this is turning regular people into kind of more criminals and like right. looting and or, things like that. And what I like about Castellucci here is that these are all like legit problems in the world that you hear they need solutions to, Mm. but like writing is not going to help, you know, like they say here, like the food shelter had all the funding cut off and people are hungry. You don't rob a a caterer that has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's not, it's not really helping the problem, is it? I'm of two minds about these two pages because on the one hand, this maybe felt the most like sort of like shoved in Lex stuff of the the week, but at the same time, she ties it back into Killer Moth and like the fact that that was such a big part of the first couple issues of this arc. I was like, I don't know, it feels it also feels kind of natural here because it's already been established in Batgirl that this is going on, as opposed to some of the other books where it's been just kind of on its own at one point. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I couldn't feel that a little bit like when it came to this little two-page montage that it was mostly about the Lex stuff. That was like, oh, this feels kind of shoehorned in to just like tie in. Yeah. But it also feels the most traditional Batgirl. Scene. It does, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of of yeah. two minds about it. It kind of works, but at the same time, I think it's. All, I think basically my 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 final conclusion on these two pages is that it actually works fairly well and feels like it fits in the book. But I just have this stigma because all the books are doing it <laughs> that it kind of annoys me a yeah, little bit. No, yeah. that, that's, that's a... but, but I feel here it's handled really well because it is – this is something like Barbara would come up against, especially in her political mm. – You know, so like I feel like she's going to take this back to Alejo and be like, hey, look, these are the problems in Burnside, you know. This is what you have to promise to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Also, at the bottom of the first page of these two pages, Batgirl's doing like a Wonder Woman pose. I think I think it's almost accidental, but she's just sort of like jumping with her arms crossed, and it just looks very Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, if if this had been the first book you read this week, Mm. you wouldn't have as big a problem with it as you do if it's you know maybe the fifth book. Yeah. 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 I was right in the middle of my books, and I had nine, so you know, I think by the time I got here, I, I at least read a couple of the Lex. You know, and you were always like, oh, more Lex. Yeah. Uh, and then the final couple of pages <laughs> is uh, Oracle striking that. I, I do actually like the, the, the second last page, I like a lot. It's um, it's, the, cause the background's all the flames, but you see it play out like them, like sort of like building up to it. So I, I like that the bottom pile is just the flick of the match. Um, yeah. And then yeah. you, you know, turn the page and you get the big bat symbol um, all around Burnside. So, yeah. That's ah, really cool. Uh, so. No, I like this issue because I think we, I think we were all really into the first issue. And then the second issue was a bit, bit messier, but still, you know, enjoying the plot overall. I think this third issue is stronger again, and I like what it's doing to like build up Babs yeah. in the community. Um, I have to be honest, I go on the opposite direction because I like oh. all the ideas and the focus in this. I think it's far too wordy this issue, uh, more than the last ones. Mm. Like I felt like I was just reading walls of text at points and, uh. Uh, you know, especially early on uh, with the the, uh, the trio, just after they come out, you know, just after the simulation page, uh, so much text. And while a lot of their dialogue is, is good and funny, um, there's just so much of it. And I felt that throughout the issue, uh, at points, it, um, I felt it was even covering up the art too much. And, uh, and I was feeling that quite a bit this time. I, I didn't mind it. I, but I liked what a lot of what I read. Like I like this direction for Babs. Yeah, so. I wasn't feeling it too bad. That's it the thing. I like the overall doesn't... stuff. And there's no like particular lines of dialogue that I dislike because of what they say. 
it's just there's so much of it that it fe- uh, but, that I feel like uh you know it's it's a bit clunky overall. I think the only time I feel like that is maybe when it's the Oracle dialogue, just because computery text and boxes for me in comics always kind of bug me. Uh, it's just been like less pleasant to read. Just on a, a lettering perspective. Yeah, just always kind of. So when there's a lot of it, I just I'm like, oh, because I feel like each one's just a little bit more of a chore than the regular. It's it's it's, it's basically the opposite of when it's like the really handwritten like lettering. Uh, you know, the cursive that I hate. I can see that in some things. This one, I, I don't, I don't know. This, uh, the font's still relatively normal. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a bit more straight lines compared to, you know, a little bit, a little bit looser as the, the, the regular font. So you can tell it is okay. It's mechanical, um, but it's not particularly egregious of the problem that I think you're describing. I, I, I assume it's more just, uh, kind of the green background is kind of just making your brain automatically link it with those experiences in the past uh maybe yeah maybe right um i mean it wasn't a big deal in this issue because i mean she'll end like two or three scenes and i generally enjoyed the story that was happening there and i loved the trio's great i, I love the trio's banter with each other and then bickering yeah, about too. how to try and like use oracle for their own gain because they basically go along with everything because she's kind of promising like, oh, if we're friends and i owe you a favor too yes and so they're, they're basically yeah. wanting her to like owe them so that she'll do stuff for them um but no, I enjoyed this show well, well enough. I think Batgirl uh, it somehow survived multiple creative changes in Rebirth, or since Rebirth, and mm. seems to come out fairly solid each time without feeling too diminished, uh, which is impressive. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's only been three issues, so it's hard to compare it to a, a Scotch run so far. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of this I like yeah. it more than Scotch run. Uh, I, I think it's definitely get the potential for that so uh yeah and then yeah we talked about the art stuff so uh, matt what are you giving it um i'm gonna give this one a 7.5 car uh 6.5 uh, i'll go with a straight eight in this one i think uh i'll, I'll be a little bit more positive uh so yeah. that is uh that's bad girl and that'll take us on to justice league dark issue 15 james tyne in the fourth writing with alvaro martinez on the art Take it away, you two scallywags. All right, so I wasn't here for the last one, but I got really excited for Eclipso that, that they hinted, right? Yeah. And uh, here, here, I feel like Titan's doing some retcons, which I'm, you know, not that I'm always a fan of retcons, but I like when you try to streamline past history so they get into... He does this a couple times, like with Floronic Man later, but here yeah. with Eclipso definitely is that... Um, part of Diana's plan is to go back to that that you know space above the sphere of the gods. Yeah, what was it? It was like uh, yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, um, where which is Hecate's domain, right? Yeah, and and to to find out what is exactly going on, but to do that, she has to use the Black Diamond of Eclipso. So, in order to get there, she takes uh, who is it? Um, it's fate. Uh, it's, yeah. Was it Kent? Yeah, it's Kent Nelson, uh, and it's Constantine and Zatanna through through basically this hall of artifacts of uh, uh, stuff that she put there in the Hall of Justice. So basically, what I've learned here is that between Batman and Wonder Woman, Superman's got to have some type of secret thing there too, right? Like Batman's got the secret prison. She's got this secret, you know, collection of like volatile objects Maybe. and sphere destiny and stuff, right? 
so uh, yeah, so we get the black diamond, which is real cool. But this yeah. this whole issue is set up to how basically the Injustice League Dark or Injustice Society Dark. I think they go basically with Injustice wins. League. Yeah, Injustice League. Yeah, yeah, Injustice League Dark. Basically, they they win because they've they've outmaneuvered with Cersei. Yep. Uh, the whole whole group. Diana's just sent herself to, you know, Hecate's realm and is going to mm-hmm. be in a bit of trouble there. Uh, mm-hmm. Kirk may have uh, injected himself with some new thing because he seems to be a little bit brainwashed. Pete, Pete, yeah, you're not reading this. So Holy crap, Pete... the thing he turns into. What's up? So Clarion <laughs> adjusted him, yeah. So Clarion hit him with a spell, basically like a, like a persuasion thing. And... Kurt's been kind of going around acting super weird. Everybody kind of notices it. And here he's like, oh, I need to be stronger. I need to show you all that I'm not just the silly half man, half bat. And the thing that he turns into is straight up from John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, it's mixed amazing. With bat. There's, there's, like, there's so yeah. many mouths, so many teeth. Yep. Uh, wings popping wing. in and out. There's Yeah, there's probably like six wings in there. Um it's it's hideous in the in the boat in the best possible way. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you've got uh, Bobo and Khalid there just looking utterly terrified. Yeah. As they should. Um, right. And so. Dun, dun. Yeah. So they're all dun, they're dun. all you know split up now. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, dun, what was the mission that that dun, dun, dun. that she gave Bobo? Dun, dun, dun. Who gave Bobo? Um, dun, dun. That Diana. Because she's like you're the best detective. Um, oh yes. Uh, yo, you need to find Cersei. Yeah. Um, he's like, how cause... am I supposed to do that? Uh, She's yeah. like, you'll find a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just like, hey, you're the detective. It's your Life problem. Life finds a yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And so that, and then that's the following. If we're going in order, you know, it's the Spear of Destiny, the Ace of Winchester's, the Crystal Bar of Merlin. She has both the helmet of Naboo and the cloak of Syrah there and that's yeah. all lead up to the black diamond and there's like this demonic version of eclipso yeah i love how she's using out. the lasso as as like a uh, a lamp as well mm-hmm. she's like holding out in front of her like a lantern uh it looks great the way it light the, the the colors the way you know the, yeah. that golden sheen lights up this you know dark room looks fantastic right. and um yeah so she starts talking about what it is and says that it was forged in the fire pits of apocalypse, the place of evil, and and that's where he has the chance. Like able... you can't be oh. stupid enough to be dealing with this shit. And she's like, "No, I am." Um, and then that's when uh, it, it cuts to Floronic Man and Brother Voodoo, and not Brother Voodoo. Um, that's a Marvel character. Um, what's his name? It is a. Uh... Is it not Voodoo? You throw me off now. No. Yeah, Papa Midnight. Ooh. There we go. That's right. And they're they're cutting through the Amazon, what we used to know as the Parliament of Trees. And so Floronic Man starts saying, like, now that he's disconnected into the green, after what happened in the annual, that he doesn't quite know exactly what his origin is. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm kind of the new guardian of the greed so to speak uh new champion uh is probably the better word yeah new champion um, of the green yeah and he's like hey screw that swamp thing he, he's got nothing 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got the king of petals inside me and I got this covered. And uh, he kind of basically is like, right. Sorry, Swamp Thing. Screw you. You, you, you know, uh, I'm going to kill you now. And he starts, Swamp Thing starts like melting is kind of the best way I can describe it. Yeah, he starts decaying because he, yeah. Florida Man's put this thing in him that the more he fights it, the more it's going to affect him. Um, and so Swampy takes off, ends up back at the Hall of Justice, and, and, melts in front of him but tells everybody to find Abby because only she can stop the rot. Yep. So I and, thought that was, you know... And Kirk comes in and injects himself as they're in the yep. remains of Swamp Thing. Yeah. It, and it's just terrifying. Yeah. And then jumps to, to Clarion and, and Tickle Grundy. and Grundy. Yeah. And they end up at this huge necropolis and this creature that's standing there Yeah, I don't this gigantic recognize. axe do you? No, but but the three rows of eyes reminds me of Trigon. I can right? see that. Yeah. So it's very familiar that this necropolis and that basically they're there to recruit this spirit in into helping um Cersei as as the new Hecate because Hecate basically this is like the this is the place of death, death has no master. Uh, but this was a, a servant. I'm trying to find it here. Uh, to conquer conquer magic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. And so what I think that this whole Grundy is, whatever this guy is, is going to go into Grundy and use Grundy's body. That, and, that would make sense. Do we know? Right. Do you, well, I don't remember when this happened to Grundy. Do you? When Grundy started decaying like this? I can't recall. No. But they, they bring that up here is that he was born in Cyrus Gold and... Because death, basically, he hasn't been able to be reborn. Yeah. So that's why he's decaying. So that's why he's a zombie. Um, yeah. He hasn't been reborn like he always is. I just, uh, I don't remember where this was yeah. brought up recently. Obviously, last no. issue of this, uh, you know, was the right. first I was introduced to it. But I assume right. it happened somewhere. Yeah. So if you guys know, let us know. But um, yeah, so with Zatanna and Kent, Diana goes through this whole ritual and basically... Eclipso keeps trying to encroach on her as they're using the black diamond to kind of teleport her. And she gets to where she needs to be. Um, and Witchfire's still there from way back. Yeah, yeah. She's on the, you know, the kind of the, the spirit moon world. Yep. yep. And that um, he should have run. He should have run to the other side of eternity uh, because the old crone version of, of Hecate is bearing down on her. Yeah, so, all and, shadowy with the, the the bright eyes and the the, the symbol right. looks great. And uh, on top of it, the tease for next time is called "Everything Gets Worse," which how, how can it be? What this book needs right. Yeah, right. So um, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying all this. This is what I signed up for initially. Yeah. When when Dark was announced with Tynan, the the team feels all here, you know, and now he's delightfully ripping the team apart. In exactly and, and they've been through enough now that uh, okay no they do feel like a cohesive team yep. so you yep. can tear them apart like this now and it has some some sort of weight right and so now to distract bobo from cersei now you have man bat on there which i feel that the cure to that is him becoming man bat full-time you know what i mean uh, like, possibly yeah to be honest you call you know, him man bat in to, this form does not right. do it justice no 
It, it really it does. Does it injustice, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but okay. So, so what's your rating? It after my coughing fit. For those that are just listening and not watching, I had to mute my mic a couple times because <laughs> he was ooh, dying. We, yeah, I, I was dying for a second. But yeah. I, I came back. I was frozen twitter, I didn't know. <laughs> so, oh, fair. thanks, Pete. <laughs> well, you told me because I didn't read. All right, uh, Pete, I sent you, you just so you you can see what the uh, the the, the man bat thing looks like. Just send me this. Your message. Yeah. Uh, just on, on the Facebooks. On the Facebooks, um, okay. Yeah, so you you can see for yourself what we're Ooh. describing, because it's up your alley. I um, I sent Matt a photo of a Hangman page from DC Comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've seen that one. But, I, just saw, um, I just saw that there. Yeah. Let's have a look. Oh, aye, aye, very the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give this issue a solid eight. I think it's it's real good. I like all the things. But there's a lot of plot threads going that d- don't quite come together as well as some of the other issues have. No, see, I'm at 8.5 because those plot threads that you don't think are coming together, I feel they're being seeded throughout. No. Like this whole thing with Floronic Man, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I think they, they all have a, a purpose and they're going to come together as a larger story later in the arc. I just think in this yeah. issue, it feels like a bunch of separate yeah, that's friends. That's fine. Um, oh, oh, Matt, going. Damn it! <laughs> uh, twice oh, already. Yeah, so... Uh, but anyways, my, my point with Pharaonic Man is they, they went back over his... As, a, as you were talking, I had my coughing fit. And uh, I definitely feel like they're priming for... It's not going to be Swamp Thing. It's not going to be him. So it makes me wonder if Ivy's entering the chat. Yeah, yeah. probably. But you know? it does feel like, okay, they're, they're shaking things up with the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now the Parliament Trees is gone. Now the Parliament Flowers are a little bit more in line with Ivy and Floronic Man, you know, where yeah. they kind of want to take over versus peaceful they're, coexistence. They're, they're more aggressive than the trees. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if that's what's being set up later. And we all know that Titan's coming to Gotham. And hey. interestingly, yeah, we're bringing in Abby Arcane and the Rot now. Yeah. So are we bringing back that war <laughs> with the flowers? For a second, the there, for a second there, I thought you said we're bringing Abby Arcane and the Rock now, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell what Abby Arcane is cooking? <laughs> it's not good because she's she's the Rot, so it's probably very oh. very bad what she's cooking. Oh, jeez. But yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, um, that will take us on to Dial H for Hero number. Oh, hello. Uh-oh. Skype. Skype. Skype had a moment. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. There you go. Uh, there's my there's my camera. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll take us on to <clears throat> Dial H for Hero issue seven. Sam Humphrey's writing with Joe Quinone is on the art. And Actually, there's there's a, there's like five artists. Yeah, I, I I saw there was like that's a lot, that's too many artists. If there's more than a couple, I'm not writing them all. <laughs> all right, Joe Quinone was. And others. And others, yes. Um, this issue kind of sucked. And it, it kind of it hurts Uh-oh. because this book's been really good. And it's funny, Matt, because you, you did issue seven of Wonder Twins like last week. Yeah. And you said yeah. it felt like it was maybe six issues and issue seven felt like it was kind of spinning its wheels but as the writer tried to like, you know, okay, what's the Justify next story going to Justify the next arc. Yeah. yeah. This issue is complete filler that has no co- at least i mean maybe some stuff will come back up but it has no consequence like miguel appears once in the last page as a like hey this is where we are remember like this issue is do you remember how the entire city of metropolis like everyone used the dial so there was like hundreds of these like 
superheroes running around for an hour. This is just a series of two or three page little stories set in that hour of different random superheroes with very little to connect them, very little to make them notable or relevant. This felt like a complete filler <laughs> waste of time. It me. did. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's enjoyable enough. None of the no, the stories aren't bad. They're just the whole time you're going, is this it? Yeah, because I, I think after the after there was a second one, the role went. This is going to be the whole issue. There's not going to be any yeah. actual story in this. It's just going to be five I, of these. I'm not losing hope for the book. I still think okay, the second this is okay. The yeah the filler, uh, you know, the filler issue where okay, the next arc will probably still be good when we get Quinones back on it full time. This felt like okay, he needs a break so he can do a couple of pages, and that's about it. Yeah, the the. I mean, the uh, yeah, because the last issue was great. The last issue was this emotional, like, final culmination of that first arc, and we really praised it. And then this issue was just, we have nothing to do, so here's filler. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, and I that felt sucks. it the entire time. Yeah, uh, it was almost nothing to say that, that you know, unless we go through it and just tell them what, what the various heroes were. Is is it is that even interesting? I don't I, think I it don't is. Know. There's some nice, like, like you know, the first page you've got. The, the 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 turtles reference and there's the transformers one you know um yeah it's like a it, yeah it's like splinter with shredder's hat but he's green so yeah they're definitely going for a turtles like sort of yeah. mashup and there's a transformer and then we have i am surprise as in sir space prize <laughs> yeah um, and who's who's this dude who was out for a run and feeling like he was he wasn't really good enough for for his new boyfriend uh you know he, he wasn't sure it was was going that well mm -hmm. which is why he was like you know trying to get more in shape and then he becomes this surprise and you know he's a hero you know peak human embodiment all that so he goes back home to, to, to see his boyfriend who's also transformed and is shacking up with some other dude because that's what his hero character is yeah, a cheater. He's a he's a, he's a cheater. That yeah, that's that sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. Wasn't it? Um, and then the second. What was the second one? The second one was. Uh, oh, I mean, I like the art in the second one a lot. Uh, yeah, me too. For Phantasma, this this woman named Tara who's in hospital and is sick and is complaining about health insurance. And then dials the H, and uh, she's got this kind of cool red and black design with like hair. It's kind, it's kind of almost like if uh, the girl from The Grudge <laughs> was also happened to be like a hero. Um, yeah, but you know she uses the hair like a cape at points. Yeah, you know visually at least, not not like to you know glide. I mean, kind of looks like that at points. And then there's Lucy the Monster Hunter. Yep. Yeah, he yeah. goes goes after. Her aunt, because she's she wants revenge. Yeah, something. I suppose, then we meet Guardian Angel and the little detective, which is. I I, uh, I enjoyed this one well enough. The the futuristic detective flamingo. Yeah, this is the last one because she she's trying to prove that this this uh, Guardian Angel is a fraud. She's too perfect. Uh, she's too innocent and has no like flaws. This is weird. And she never says anything, and, yeah. and we saw her right back at the start of the, the first story. But the twist here is she's in the background of the, the, the last story before this as well. At one point, oh, yeah, um, yeah, you're right, she's yeah. Um, but the twist is here: when everyone turns back at the end, it turns out this guardian angel is actually a dog who uh, 
dialed H for hero with with her nose, and that's why she's so pure and innocent. Is because it's actually just a dog trying to help people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That so it's a cute little twist, and then it's just one page of like uh, Reed just being like, "My legacy also created the the monster, Mister Thunderbolt, and I'm going to have to." reveal our past and then it's like next time the secret origin of mr thunderbolt which which feels like it has a purpose yes right? for the for the for the rest of the book like, oh the the secret origin of mr thunderbolt your villain sure that i'm down for yep yep so i'm not worried about the rest of the book weirdly even though this issue did feel like eh, well we only had six issues quick knock something together yeah that's like think... off. a month off would have been better i'd have rather taken a month off i agree i agree uh, so I, I, can't, I can't be that but even though the art is generally pretty good it is it, there's nothing wrong with the art or individually any of the stories they just have very little purpose um, <laughs> and it, it is just to give Quinones the issue mm. off basically because he's only there for one or two pages at the start uh, in the end I think um, so you know he, he doesn't have much to do so he can basically take a month off and, and get ready for the next arc which is fine. he might even have the next issue off with it uh, being uh, Thunderbolt Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just to be, you know, give him a couple of months. Yeah, um, that, they could, yeah, they could, they could justify that as being like someone else's story set, you know, in the past. Yeah, yeah give him something else. Uh, yeah, what are you rating that? I give it like a five. Yeah, I have to say this was, this felt like fluff. You know, it's, I, I, it's it's not bad. It's just it's just not interesting. Well, I'd say it's bad in the sense that there's no real story to the book. It's just a series of little like it's three, all vignettes. Yeah. yeah. And I just, it's not my favorite style of comic book writing, and it's especially not when I've got nine books this week, and this is a book I typically enjoy, and I get to this near the end of the list, and I'm like, I could have just not read it, I could have skipped this issue, and not yeah. feel like I missed a thing. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, that's frustrating. But hey, uh, so that'll take us on to something a bit more interesting. We have, so we're out of the Black Label books now for the week, and we have Harleen Issue 1 by Jepin Sejic. Mm. The trick is, right. is just to put a weird accent and just pretend like I know what I'm doing as I say the <laughs> name. Uh, uh, who does the both the art, of course, as, as we'd expect, because that's what we know him for, but also the writing in this case. And it's funny, I got a little bit worried at the start of this book because I felt like for an artist who's the, as great as he is, it felt weird how many words he likes to put on the page <laughs> to cover up his own art. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I actually have to admit, I was kind of into this. Yeah, I kind of love this. Yep. It's... It's a lot, though. It's a lot. It it's a long issue. Read. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I was told to you guys, you know, and like, oh, we're going to be ready to start on time. I was like, it should, should be. You know, I've got, you know, the, you know, four I, or five issues. I to warned read. you yesterday. <laughs> no, yeah. you did. I didn't think it was this long. It's and, a long. And bit. to be fair, well, I, I didn't go to my shop till today. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I don't want to make it sound like a complaint that it feels long because. You get your money's worth. Oh yeah, it's, it's not. That, it's not that it feels long. Like, it just is long. It feels how long it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is and, extra pages and it's a lot of extra pages. Oh, um, yeah, it's like, I, I got to a certain point and I was like, I can't have that much left. And then I left. I was like, Oh, I'm only like a third of the way done. Yeah, this has <laughs> like. I think this is like fifty yeah. actual pages of story. It's like it's more than double yeah. of a regular book. Yeah, it's a very. Oh. Long... Uh, I picked it up physically because because. Uh, I felt like I missed out on Batman Damned with that widescreen format that they, yeah. were, that they were referring to it as. I was like, Joe, Harley, you know, I love Cedric's art. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll go and buy it physically because 
it's nice enough. Joe, what's uh, interesting reading about it in uh, digital, though, compared to the regular books, is that instead of having thin black bars at the sides of the tablet, I have yeah. them at the top and bottom now. It's weird because it's a slightly different shape. It's so even yeah. though you think, oh, it doesn't matter because you're reading digital, there is kind of a different feel to, be, to it. To be fair, I have a different tablet. You have you have a, an iPad, right, which yeah. has different dimensions. Um, yeah. On my tablet, the bars are always at the top and bottom. They're just bigger bars now. Uh, as as they have to that's be, awesome. that's, that's how widescreen works. Which, you know, it feels like I'm losing a lot of my page on a tablet. You know, a lot of my screen. That's interesting. I would say I prefer my my tablet ratio then, because much like much like the philosophy of a TV, it's better to have something in the middle of the the ratios than it is to, you know, have one of the extreme ends. That's why four by three sucked. Because when you watch movies that were like proper widescreen, it was like all these black bars and then just a little thin slither of image in the middle. Yeah, kind of which to be honest, on most comics, it's the 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 bars at the top and bottom are almost unnoticeable there's not that much of them the the, the fit is pretty good uh, on these widescreen ones uh, i feel it which yeah. is why i've gone for the physical I, I think it's a testament though that just a subtle difference like that much like a movie the aspect ratio does give it a different feel there is a different stylistic feel to it mm. Uh, just from you, that alone. especially with because uh, he has a lot more panels across than you ever would normally get yeah. on a on a regular page yeah. and you do feel that yeah, no, so this is the the origin of Harley Quinn. This is, like, doing the story. And I think what's impressive about this is I typically don't get into Harley Quinn books. You know, we tried the Jodie Hauser one, mm-hmm. and it wasn't terrible, but it's just, I, I but, don't, I'm not interested. But you like Jodie Hauser. And I like Jodie yeah. Hauser, yeah. So that's why it's notable that I, I didn't even like that. But I think, you know, after the... I mean, I wasn't necessarily super into the first couple pages of the dream sequence. Like, I thought it was just kind of, okay, whatever. But once it, it was got... was visually impressive, but, but you were like, yeah. oh, okay story-wise it wasn't really hitting me it wasn't until it actually got to sort of the the main story of her like kind of you know try to like prove her theory about empathy and like criminals and how that leads her to getting a job eventually at arkham which is a big part of the plot of this first issue is like mm-hmm. her getting to arkham and then just how like, difficult it is to actually you know talk to these these criminals yeah, especially joker because she has a traumatic experience with joker yep. early before. on yeah, it's, 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 yeah she, before she's going then, to interview him. she's had like a bad ex- yeah she's had like a bad day uh trying to like you know give this talk about her theory and when she's walking home after some drinks she's you know there's a joker like crime incident like nearby and has yeah. a run-in with them where he holds a gun to her head and she thinks her life might be over and he just decides right. randomly to not sure that's basically right. it because he's the joker yeah. and and then he goes off onto some things. And I, I will say, Joker's a character I... It's... Not that I don't enjoy him. I enjoy him in certain books. This is one that Sejic's voice for the Joker, I read entirely as Mark Hamill. So did I, yep. actually. Right? Yeah, I did too. And especially in scenes like this where he goes to get away, Batman basically shows up in the Bat... You know, I will say the Batwing. Yeah. It also gave me shades of Nolan. Like... Yeah. So it, it looks very militaristic, this Batwing, yeah. 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 So he has the Batwing come through and it wrecks this van that he's stealing. And the driver that he was just talking to, Joker, goes through the window and is basically pleading for help. And Joker looks at him and is like, huh, you know what? You were always one of my favorite to talk to because I thought you were smart, but you weren't smart enough to put on a seatbelt. Yeah, just and because then... we're criminals. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, and so there's a lightness to balance out the darkness of Joker. And I feel like I've been, we've had sure. so much of Batman who laughs. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. And we've had so much of Snyder's Joker who I just don't enjoy that. This felt like a breath of flesh between this and, and white Knight, It felt like a breath of uh, a breath of fresh air. Well, prepare for more Joker soon. 
Yeah, right? We've got at least um, two more big Joker books coming. Yeah, and a movie. Oof. Uh, and, and, oh, uh, and, and a Carpenter one-shot on top of those two. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of the lightness here. And then he turns around and, and hits with the darkness. Yeah, with, I, with I love the page. See, see when they're in the, the, the smoke? You know, Batman's yeah, dropped like a yes. smoke pellet or whatever. Yep. And it's just like Batman picking off the henchmen from the smoke. Like his hands are mm-hmm. coming out. Uh, There's a panel... Uh, a little bit later in the fight is after Joker gets thrown out of the smoke into the wall and yeah. Harley sees him and yeah. he's dragged back in by the, the by the grapple he, gun. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have I a, imagine a, him a, waving a, to her as as he's yeah. getting pulled back in. You don't actually see that, but in my imagine brain. It. Yeah. yeah. I imagined right. it. But there's and, a Harley watching the fight uh-huh. and it's you know the light coming through the, the through the smoke and the huge yep. shadows and and obviously because the the, the light is refracting through it's not just one <laughs> solid shadow it's all the you know it's how light actually interplays that typically right. you don't see in a lot of comics yeah uh, like this this level of detail on the shadows and well, it's it's crazy impressive it, and then you get that beauty shot two page spread um, with batman yeah. and joker do you, do you know what like oh I, do you know what, first of all, it looks gorgeous, and yeah, have Cedric uh, draw some Batman. Do, let him be the artist on like a big Bat book at some point, please. Oh, yeah. please. Um, that said, he has, um, I think he probably said like, like early last yeah, year. Yeah, I, um, I remember him saying this, I know. I, he said he only yeah. wanted to write his own, he was draw his own material. So, but, but but here, I feel like we're getting everything we'd want in a Bat book. Possibly. Because of all the characters that show do, up. Do it's I like, not just like... Do you know what I like about this though, this this book, is that it feels like we're getting some form of definitive origin for Harley. Like it's like we're going to spend mm-hmm. time over the three or four issues, whatever it is, and three. is it three? I mean, they're obviously a long issue, so it's fine. But like yeah. they're the big meaty issues. But you know, this is going to be a great trade. This is going to be a great graphic novel to say, hey, you like yeah. Harley Quinn? Here's a very serious take well, on the origin this is of Harley be Quinn. A fantastic. And the the time that he spends. So we find out that her whole thing is she wants to basically develop a system to make people have empathy because she was dealing with this vet that came back from from over there and he basically talks about how you can't when you're a soldier you can't personify the enemy because that makes it harder to do your job but you know yeah. he didn't want to be responsible for killing women and children but the idea then, is that gotham has made done this to a lot of the criminals yeah yeah, yeah. and so but her whole thing is like, if, if I can break through to, to a vet who sees the worst, then we can do this in Gotham, and then Arkham won't have the turnover rate. So as she gives this, you know, thing, she, it gets picked up by uh, Lucius Fox, mm-hmm. and then that's how she gets hired into to Arkham. But while all that's going on, Joker's in her brain because of what had happened, like this yeah. traumatic experience. He's, 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 so, he's in her brain the entire time, and she's scared yeah. to talk to him. Like She's avoiding even thinking about him, or even looking right. at his archives of previous interviews and stuff right. like that. And what I really like about this book is that I like that it's not Jokey Harley. I like that this is actually dealing with the, 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 the yeah. genuine messed up nature of how he gets into her life it feels like a, an actual thriller it feels like a thriller it's, about this woman being overtaken by this this yeah, yeah. force like, because of yeah. course joker is a huge element of this book how can he not be in a, in oh, a harley right. story but it's it's her story but that's always been my main problem with with harley and her origin is it was done for a tv series right so there it wasn't there wasn't time for it to be decompressed like it's being here and i always had a problem with this the psychiatrist that yeah maybe she came from a, a a tough bring up, but she just joins Joker so quick and she's able just to throw society away 
to run off with him. But here, it seems like there's so much more going yeah, on. Do you, do you know what this is? It's going to be such a tragic fall. Do you know what this is? Yeah. This is basically the equivalent of, like, Batman's origin in Batman issue one was two pages. And then decades later, someone said, hey, we should do a year one story where yeah. we actually go through the beats and what the story of him accepting this is. This is right. Harley's equivalent of that, where Harley gets to actually, in a decompressed way, process the actual journey of be- being taken right. over by this madman. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? This this could have been called Harley Quinn Year One. It could have been. And yeah. that would have been a better Year One this year than <laughs> the Flash. Flash. It would have well, been. yeah, and, and here's the thing, because it's not just a Harley book. Like, yeah, she's the star of it, but we get to see Harvey Dent as as DA. You know, Hugo Strange is the administrator at, at Arkham. Right, he's running the show, yeah. and then we get to see a ton of Bat villains that she interviews. Oh, right? yeah. uh, Ivy, uh, you know, pre Harley Ivy relationship. Yeah, um, I think Crocs. Ivy, in there. Zaz, uh, Mad Hatter. Yeah, Crocs uh, in there, I'm sure. Um, Croc. It, no, all it's, of these ones, and um, again, I mentioned Lucius shows up. But, so a very could be but, like if they, you know, what, what um, I think what I like about this, apart from the fact that it's serious and not jokey. Jokey Har- yeah. Harley. Um, obviously, she's going to become that by the end, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be funny. I think this feels like a tragedy to me. This feels like a tragedy yeah, from the start. It's, when 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 she's Harley Quinn at the end of this book, in the in the Jester outfit that we get a glimpse of uh, early on in this yeah. issue, yeah. it's it's not going to be funny. It is it's tragic. It's she's broken. And maybe and maybe right. this is against what most people want from a Harley Quinn story, but I don't want Harley Quinn to be Deadpool. I want Harley Quinn to be the yeah. sad story of this and woman I, who's been taken over. That's if if yeah. this sticks the landing, if Cedric can do it, this could turn me into a Harley fan. Yeah. Mind you, not that I'm going to go out there and read every Harley thing, but sure. I won't be nearly as annoyed as, you know, it's, when um, she pops up like she does. I would say a similar thing about uh, oh, we'll get to it more, but uh, Curse of the White Knight uh yeah. the, the harley and that yeah. is, is a very similar that, kind of it, concept take to this in that okay and, no, no, and no, it might be serious. that too where it just need a better take that the take that we've had isn't a take that i like but what they're doing with these with this is getting away from the new 52 harley you know yeah. and, and i say and, someone uh, you know, i say that as someone who kind of loves the the you yeah know, the, the amanda connor and palmiotti harley there's stuff. room for it but not when that's all there is because yeah. i feel like harley is this like I like the Harley and Ivy book more than Pete did, obviously. Mm. Um, and if and if I have room for it, I'll keep reading it. It, it wasn't because of quality. It was just if it comes out on a busy week. I mean, it kind of it ties I into sacrifice my, it, my favorite interpretation you know? of the Joker. Typically, tends to be more where he's scary, where he's a horror villain almost because he's mm-hmm. so he's, he's so he's so psychotic and evil. And Harley, by by her nature, should be this tragic victim of the Joker who's been overtaken by him. Yeah. Well. And I like here where she's kind of like, well, no, I, I've watched all your tapes, right? When she finally gets to interview him. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I was looking forward to telling you those stories. And he's like, oh, can you believe the doctor believed that one? Or how he well, that's the other thing. It, it, it does the uh, the multiple origin thing where he tells yeah. every therapist he talks yeah. to a different origin story. A different story. Yeah. Right. But see, so I understand why you like the horror Joker, but like I really love Mark Hamill, Batman animated series Joker, where he's, he's a trickster. crime guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's an evil crime guy that can function on the outside, where he's not just this, you know, like like King's version that we got, who's a complete total sociopath that can't function. You know, I kind of like the the combination. Yeah. Well, of I think Joker, Dark and Har- Knight, Joker, and Hamill, Joker. Yeah, jo- Joker. 
Joker and uh, Harley from the animated series, though, like I don't think they go against what I like about my versions of no. those characters. I think they are obviously toned down to fit on a TV show for kids because they have to be. They, they can't be too, you know, crazy <laughs> and evil right. and dark. Um, yeah. So to me, the animated series is like a sort of like a kid-friendly version of what I like about those characters. Okay. But if we're doing... Yeah. If we're doing the more serious take, yeah, like I, I want Heath Ledger Joker from Dark Knight. I yeah, want that. I get that. That, that, that character. Bar none, my favorite Joker. Although this is pushing, if but I feel like he's pulling, like Cedric's pulling the best versions of Joker, you know, because that when we first see him here, when he's walking with the gang, yeah. I got Dark Knight. Right, I, Dark I got Knight like a cleaner version vibes. of Dark Knight uh, because yeah. he, he feels a bit more slick in this. Uh, yeah. Which I don't actually. Do you know? Do you know what it is? It's Dark Knight by way of what they wanted from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that kind of yeah. that mobster Joker that they wanted, yeah. like which, obviously didn't yeah. work. But that's kind of what this. No. I'm not. Ag- I'm not against. Case, that's what this. A bit of mobster yeah. Joker by any means. I, I definitely don't like uh, it as much as like Dark Knight or even uh, yeah. like Azarello's like... Joker or or yeah. you know whatever. Clown Prince of Crime. I love that nickname for him, right? Where um, he's... You but know, that said, much, it, much like Matt, here. though, I did hear Hamill's voice when I was reading these dialogues. Yeah, so, so the voice absolutely. is there. A, after Which, Batman arrives on the uh, in the Batwing, he goes, oh, anyways, my apologies, Bats. And you can just yeah. hear that in Hamill. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just... I try to read it as leather, uh, as uh, Ledger Joker. As Leatherface. Right? I was going to say Leatherface. Yeah, leather, no. <laughs> as Ledger Joker, when you, were, when you first see him, because I, I got those vibes... And I was like, oh no, he's he's definitely pitching Sejic That's a concoction. for that Hamill. But right? it's it is worth mentioning. Uh, it's more Hamill in the in the Arkham games where it's a bit more darker and got the edge. Sure, yeah, yeah I can see that. Um, but Which, Harley, uh, for example, though, I'm not hearing the Harley voice yet, but I shouldn't no. be because she's not Harley yet. She, she's, yeah. she's Harley and Quinzel. Which, which is weird that I'm hearing more of the, as weird as it sounds, like a, like a Scarlett Johansson kind of delivery. I can, can, I can be, picture that that you know what i mean yeah, like, i don't really have any particular it's just a sort of neutral yeah. normal person's yeah. voice i have in it's, my head it's not margot robbie or yeah or the voice of harley which I, i'm blanking on her, the actress's name from the animated series oh uh, um, i can tell you tara, tara strong. strong from later but it's not tara strong later, the animated series. Yeah. yeah it's not tara strong it's, it's the not. original it's um, I can't. oh arlene uh, sorkin <laughs> no it's arlene sorkin no? right yeah <sighs> Connor, Google it. Anyways, Google, Google it. it, Connor, and then let us know. But, um, but through her thing here, here, and my one complaint about this, right, was I don't know if this is the editing or if this is a choice on Sejic, right? But it's a black label book. They can be a little bit more. Well, I, no, uh, Matt, I've got more of a language. complaint on this than you. There's an F bomb right. that's not censored at one point in this book, and then later yeah. on they do censor one, and I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, talking. I was right, Arlie Sorkin. Yeah, yeah. Good points. Why did Matt look at me like I was a crazy man? <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, did he? Is it right? Is it not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we just we weren't know. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I understand why they censored it, but if you're gonna censor one f bomb, censor them all. Or if you're not gonna censor them, honestly, don't I, censor them. I think it was a mistake because I don't understand why. Because what would the reason be to censor one and not the other? It's odd. How it's used. One one's more graphic. Because it's talking mm-hmm. about the act versus being just used as an exploitative the frustration. Was, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Because they say you know bullshit and they say other ones throughout. It's this. just so it's just so weird but though. Because like... F gets yeah the F gets gets censored when her coworker is like oh who did you F to get this job yeah 
but it wasn't written like who the f it was censored you know um and then if it wasn't for the context i would almost assume it's a c-bomb just because or the, right? maybe they'll censor that still because they don't want to go yeah. that far <laughs> but so i'm guessing because of that but was it editorial just coming in and, and the original script it was left but yeah but i'm thinking well maybe even in black label they can't drop the f-bomb they can you know drop other ones but, they do. but that's yeah. yeah yeah it's in the joker but scene then they do yeah. later and then that's why i was like okay well i, I kind of want to get to the bottom of that not that it really changes anything, but just for the consistency that is weird. of yeah. uh, I'll one tell or the you what, other. I'll tell you what I liked as well. So when she's in Arkham and she's you know doing all the research, and I, I love this feel because months pass when she's there and it feels like she's really avoiding the Joker. She's having these nightmares. Obviously, a nightmare at the start of the book is actually the nightmare she seems to have when she <laughs> switches sides. Because yeah. she talks about in that first opening nightmare scene about how it's usually the Joker who's the monster, but now Batman's the monster and Joker's there to like, be and with her the, kind of thing. The Batman is a monster yes yeah, yeah he's, he's a like huge horrific. demonic thing yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um but why I, I what i like about uh there's a scene where she she sees harvey Dent, who's not yeah, two-faced yeah. yet and what i like about this is that that's kind of neat because i always even though technically i'm not exactly in continuity my my head canon's always kind of been that you have year, year one you have um a couple of things after that, the, the the man who laughs is the first Joker appearance. If you know, if I'm recommending trades to people, like you know, read some Batman right. comics. This is kind of the here's the early years Batman that I'll recommend. Mm -hmm. Right, this kind of places it neatly just before Long Halloween for me. Yeah. Because she says that she goes to see Harvey Dent and he's saying, "Hey, if you if you prove this theory, every you know defense attorney in Gotham is going to try and use this to like stop us from prosecuting." And he's kind of upset at her, and she she makes a comment at one point about how you know within like six months both of us will be killers, and it's, there's like a, a panel of like hers, Harley, or murderers, yeah, and him is Two Face. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this kind of neatly puts it right before Long Halloween, uh, because that's yep. when he becomes Two Face in my head. Yeah. So I'm like, that's kind of neat. Yeah, I, I like and, that and this I, will fit into like, that. And I like that too, because technically they're both on the same side, right? Except now they're they're up against it because she wants to actually fix something where he's like, no, this is not how the rules work. This is not how the rules are written. Yeah. You know, they go to Arkham because they're, quote, crazy, but that doesn't change anything of what they've done. That place is a revolving door, and I want to – right? And then he falls victim to the same thing, right? So that, Absolutely, that adds yeah. to his tragedy yeah. as well. And it also, and, it also fits as well, page. though, because all the other villains that we see, like Ivy and Croc and Madhar, yep. they all exist in Long Halloween. So for me, that's just yep. kind of neatly slides in there as like yep. roughly in well, continuity with that. Yeah, and just just the way, too, like that uh, he plays with the Riddler's dialogue – Mm. I love too. With the yeah, escape. the uh, escape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did anyone else not read the next panel and were working out for themselves? I did. Yeah, yes. No. I, I, I worked it out before no. I read the next panel, and she just yeah. said it. Yeah. 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 Um. So I, I liked all that, and then you have the the Hugo Strange factor, right? Of him running Arkham and just how how broken is the system when someone that should be in there is the one that's running it. Well, yeah, again, this right? is early days of Batman's career, though. So this no, is I know. Well, what I'm saying is though, is this is before they know Hugo Strange is. No, well, I know that, but yeah. we know this, so it just shows how broken that system is when you have the DA oh, yeah. telling you... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just hey, saying that I like, again, where it places yeah. it in the, the early Batman yeah. timeline. I like all um, these things that kind of slot it in where it should yeah, be. Yeah, well, no, I'm not, that's not a complaint. I'm just making the observation here. Just, uh, that, you, know, you know, on the, uh, the you swearing know. thing, I just had an idea. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the first instance is the one that is censored. I wonder if it's so that you think, okay, that's just what the rules were playing by, and then when she drops, you know, the F-bomb in frustration right. later... It has a lot more impact because it kind of catches Maybe? you off guard. That's kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't weird. know. 
I mean, um, I know obviously PG thirteen movies get one f bomb, but it's kind of yeah. weird to have another one and censor it. <laughs> they used to don't use it, it again. But it's, and it's then black in... label, they are marketing as adults. So yeah, yeah, and that's my whole thing too. Is like you, sure, but if that was your your date, you have the character kind of censor it, right? You know, like, and, instead of and, yeah. You know, I, I like that. You know, they have this backstory where she didn't really like guys her own age, and she had kind of a fling with a with a lecturer yeah, in yeah. in college, and it's kind of earned her this reputation, kind of unjustly, where she's everyone just assumes she's like she's going to sleep around to get what she you know her 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 better job or you know whatever. They assume this is this is a, a stigma that's followed her because of one well, thing. I I also heard that is she when her heart's into something she throws it all out the window for that. Like sure, she knew yeah. she wasn't supposed to have it with the, the fling with the teacher, but she did. So that sets the stage for Joker later. Like, Oh, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but the heart wants. Oh, sure. Heart yeah. Wants. Yeah. It, it sets up so, a, a pattern in her behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and so then again, it's more believable than just like, Oh, the psychiatrist just broke bad because she fell in love with the Joker. Maybe the Joker doesn't feel the same way. Um, no, this, is, this is a proper tragic story. Yeah, yeah right. And she and, finally uh, she finally goes to see Joker at the end, and it's a very silence of the lambs, you know, just the glass yeah. between them. Um, and he kind of like he's, he's like, "Oh, you look familiar," and then he bangs the glass, and then you know she, she jumps back in fear, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's what, no, I remember. Yeah, I just needed the fear in your eyes to to, to truly yeah. recognize you." Um, and you know, it's like, "Oh, we're going to actually talk about this," and he's like, "Okay," he's kind of like, "You're more interesting because mm-hmm. you've actually looked at all these other stories." You and he's like, "Hey, please just call me Jay," and you know, the final page is her, and it's the 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 shadow on the the wall behind her of him looking at her, and she's like, "So menacing." Yeah, very well, Mister J. And obviously, she's not saying Mister J yet. You know, like no. Harley, but, but again, it's like, okay, it's that first seed, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I kind of fist pumped when I got to that because I was like, "Oh shit!" They they got me. Cedric got me. Yeah. Holy. Like, I mean, yeah. That cover for issue two, by the way, because it gives you like a you know the the, the yeah. advert for the next book at, mm-hmm. at the end. Um, that cover for issue two is so good. <laughs> Terrifying. Painted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it oh, looks man, straight up painted. Love this. Yeah. I just counted the pages by the way because I was intrigued. Oh. Sixty pages of story. There you go. I knew it felt long <laughs> in a yeah. good way, uh, but in, in a good way, yeah, like because so, it doesn't feel over long. It feels a very, very. Hey, long it means pace. that when it's all said and done, it's going to be a hundred and eighty pages of this like really focused yeah. origin story of how Harley Quinn becomes Harley Quinn. And well, if, if, like yeah. if they made like a, a like let's say they want to do a, a original series around this i would not be adverse to that like if they could pull it off i this is a perfect story for what, that i think what i love about it is i think it's really well no. structured so far and that this first book was all about the build-up to going to speak to him that was the ending of this yeah. book it's all building yeah. up to that and the mm-hmm. the nerves and the pressure and like the fear of doing it and then I, I can almost see the end of the second book being maybe the first time she kind of breaks bad potentially or yeah, maybe yeah. or something like that i guess it happening in the middle maybe yeah. and then the maybe. consequences but play I, I out over the next you have this narration with the hindsight as well mm-hmm. which because there, there are things like some stylist choices that like one point she's walking yeah. out and you see that the harley quinn shadow behind yeah. her well yeah that's, with the mallet and stuff because that, that, yeah, that's something we didn't mention is all the narration from harley is like in the past tense it's so her talking about how she became harley quinn right and she's again, she's all about empathy. So I'm wondering too, if like she she gets caught in this cycle with Joker. So by the last, you know, part of that story, it'll be the last act, and, and it's it may... it's where she's at now, right? You she's know moved on from him. 
do what it does as well is that it actually gives me a version of Harley that I actually can understand and actually root mm-hmm. for to be redeemed at some point in the future, where yep. she can become more of an anti-hero where I'll want her to be that. So- just hypothetically, let's say this sticks to this landing, you love it, and it, it makes you think of that Harley. Mm-hmm. And then you go and read something like, uh, you know, Harley and Ivy. It's yeah. like, okay, now she's at the point where she's in a post-Joker life and she's trying yep. to be better. But you're thinking of this it may, Harley It may work better for line. me. I mean, she's still maybe, like, I like that even the, the, the past tense narration is not being jokey and being all, like, modern no, Harley-like. It's no, it's it's very serious. I, I no, like but, how it fits the tone. But there is humor there to it, too, because when she says she's trying to sleep, mm. right, that the only thing that works for her is, is alcohol. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't say it worked well. I just said it worked for a minute. Yeah, like, but it's, it's, it's like a... Don't look at me like that. It's a straightforward you know? sort of dark humor, though. It's not, like, her yeah. being, like... No. You know. And... And that's what I can deal with when it comes to... Yeah, because I think the line was, uh, I said it worked, I didn't say it helped. Right. That's what so, for me. That This is easily the best, like, Harley Quinn comic book I've ever read in the sense that, you know, this is, not, not including her appearances in other books, I mean, like, in terms of, like, a yeah. Harley book. This is the best Harley it, Quinn issue of a comic I've ever read. If it wasn't for the first White Knight, I would say this is the most I've ever enjoyed Harley. And but do I you know what? really enjoy her... I went into night. this not knowing if Sejic could yeah. write because I'd never read anything he'd written before. Yeah, and yeah. I, Bar- barring like the short fanfic things he's posted. Yeah. Sure. Like, Which, you know what though, for being fanfic, they they the the whole Wonder Woman Laura Croft thing <laughs> really was, was was adorable and and incredibly well yeah. drawn. So yeah. you go, yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. and obviously um, I mean, we've mentioned some moments, but they are across the board, and this is just stunning and consistent and. We're talking about the standout moments, but the pacing, every facial expression, mm-hmm. every panel. There's a, you know, like the the Joker interview tapes, just the way he shifts it panel to panel. This it's, makes it's everything feel important. It makes like it makes it feel like an important story, and I like yeah, because like, one of the reasons why I don't like a lot of modern Harley stuff is because oh she's successful, we have to make her likable because people like buying her merchandise, you know, and. That that could be a fine motivator, but it just it feels kind of forced in the story. Where, like I say, this 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 Harley, it, it makes her likable in the sense that she's a normal person yes. doing her job, and she's going to get broken. She's going to be seduced and broken and she, by a madman. Well, yeah, uh, best way tensions always lead to hell, right? Yeah, like. Yeah. And, and and there's a, there's she, a fine line with Joker as well because I heard um I think it was actually Capullo and Snyder talking about uh-huh. their Joker about how they don't see him as a crazy person, they see him as just a force of absolute evil. And I get what they mean by that, because yeah. it's always, it's when I'm talking about Michael Myers from Halloween, you know, I like to talk about him the as shape. A, he, Yeah, the shape. He's a force of nature. He's not, like, just a crazy person. And I can see that argument for the Joker. Like, um, he is a force of nature. You know, it's, it's that, you know, end of the dark night when he's talking to Batman. He's like, you know, this is what the, the, irre- the irresistible force meets the immovable object, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, because I always like to think of Batman as a force of nature as well. The idea that a person becomes a force of nature... Uh, what would I do without you? Yeah. yeah. You complete oh, man, I love that movie. Oh, that fantastic. So for everyone that's, you know, I, I agree a lot for being anti-Batman. There are parts of Batman I do enjoy. All right, cut me a break here. I'm playing, a, I'm playing my part. Hey, Matt, I'll say, I'll say this about any character, even ones I hate. There is a correct mm-hmm. take for anyone for any character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even something I hate like Lord of the Rings, I guarantee you there is a dark, horrific version of that story that someone can make someday that might be perfect for me. Yeah. It's not happened yet. Oh, maybe <laughs> Amazon will be the one to do it. Oh, maybe. I'll see. Yeah. I think they're going to be chasing the movie fandom, but I, I think probably. Yeah. yeah. But you never know. Yeah, but, I mean, you, that's just been proven here. This is that yeah. Harley Quinn story. Yes. I, 
So I saved the two Black Label for last when I was reading this week because I wanted to take them all in, and I'm glad I did. That's fair. Because uh, I'm read... excited about being up, up to, oh my god, it's almost time to record, and I need to finish this. I didn't expect it to be this long. Yeah, I read it first <laughs> because know? I knew it was going to be long. I didn't know it was going to be this long, but I knew yeah. it was going to be longer, and I wanted um, to get the long book out the way first. But I, yeah. I went in with lowered expectations as well to, for, for this one because it is Harley, yet it is Sejic, but we did, we haven't had him right before. And the fact that it, it knocked me over and went, I he, care about this version of Harley. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like he made like me his... care about this. And I was I was worried at first because I thought there was too much writing, but once I settled into the rhythm of it, the writing was all good that I didn't care. It had a flow to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's the thing. Like you know, we, we all came here. We, we know Sergio can draw. We know he can draw the hell yeah. out of pretty much whatever he wants. And we love that. That's why we were interested in this book to start with. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that ad at the back says the second issue is out in October, and I don't believe it. Does. It, does. it was a monthly book. This was solicited as he must. So he he probably had, got he, ahead. Yeah, he had lead time on this bitch then. Yeah. That, well, we, yeah, we know that he stopped working on on all his other books. Yeah, because this is three sixty. This. this is three sixty page books. And, so yeah, which by by the end of it, that's I mean that's that's six months of comics regular. Right. Well, more than that, because yeah. that's more that's that. nine. Each, yeah, each, yeah. each issue is three regular comics. Yeah, so that's nine. That's nine okay. comics worth. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, it's twenty-two, not not thirty. Oh, it's just twenty now. They they, they took that. 20, those last 20? two went a few years ago, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just twenty pages these days, Matt. Come on, keep with the times. Yeah, whatever. I don't count my pages. Usually, I don't either. Um, uh, sometimes it feels short, feels long. This one I counted just because I was interested. Because I'm like, yeah, how, to be how fair, much I, 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 I don't know it's twenty because I counted. I know it's twenty because there was a whole thing when it shifted and every comment was twenty pages. Though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Harley and issue one's fantastic. Um, so let's rate it, Matt. What are you giving it? <laughs> I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna give it a ten. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real good, guys. Connor. I'm doing it as well. It's just I, again, I'm like, is it a ten? And then I'm going, yeah, I think it kind of is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete, eight point five. I don't like Harley. There's all this pressure now. You're just giving it two tens. I have this pressure now. Yeah, I like make it a hat trick and make it one of the highest rated yeah. books we've ever done. Because I think I'd, there's been a couple of Doomsday Clocks we've all given a ten I think to. I was gonna say it must be only Doomsday Clock issues that have ever got a triple ten. I'm thinking about it. But I mean, at least you're aware that hey, it could be. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, yeah, you know, it's closer than the most books get, if nothing else. Nine point five. Uh, of course. <laughs> it's an 8.5 how often did I give an 8.5 out not yeah. often <laughs> <laughs> Master you may as well just give it a 6 <laughs> oh not like that that's I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it oh that's great it's fantastic it is, it is it's fantastic and if the, if the next two parts can like keep up this quality because yeah. this is the sort of thing this is a 60 page book there's a lot of new books starting next month if this had been like a 7 I might not have read more of it just because it's getting busy but but as it is it's yeah it's no, happening no, no. I'm reading I'm this next this. month yeah I thought I was like mm, maybe I could just get through most of it and then go back later talk about what I read and then I was like, well, no, I gotta keep going. Yeah, this is this this became oh. the most interesting discussion of the whole show. So we're talking yeah, about no, issues. This, this is one of those books where you know sometimes I'll be reading a comic and 
you guys will send a message, you know, especially because mm-hmm. if I'm reading them, it's usually in the hour or so before we're recording and we're, you know, mm-hmm. seeing how everyone's doing schedule wise. And usually I'll just, you know, lift up my head and, and respond, you know, I, I, I'm fine to, you know, or at least mm-hmm. read it. This time I, I just didn't even acknowledge. I could hear the beep was going off from, from Facebook <laughs> just in the, in the background. I was like, nope, I can't look you up. Prick. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't look away. <laughs> All right, that's that's, that's uh, Harley issue one. But that will take us on to our final book, our second black. Is this, is this the first time we've had two black label books in one week? I, I think it is. So. Yeah, I think so. so we're, we're ready to swing at this imprint now because but, you it's, know it's definitely not dead. Like it's not dead. It was yeah, for a while. To be, I'll, I'll let you can blame us for thinking it was dead though, because they 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 took a while getting started with everything. Well, they after did. The it, it was just funny how we were like, it's dead, and then the following well, week they were like, it's yeah, not dead. J- to be fair, White Knight wasn't originally a black label. That was That's after true. it had finished. Too, well, to, so. yeah, but to be fair, Curse of the White Knight was yeah. always black label. It was only the first yeah. one that wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, so Curse... And it, to be fair, it feels like it belongs. It doesn't feel it like it's does. shoehorned in. It feels like it belongs no, here. It, this, this feels like fair to call black label, yeah. even retroactively. So, so I'll, I'll say this. I, I was really high on the last issue, and mm-hmm. I probably should have read this before I read Harleen. Uh, lesson learned. So what you're saying is, is it was good, but Harleen diminished it because it wasn't as good as Harleen. Yeah, not not so much diminished it, but I wasn't nearly as excited, right? Yeah, because I was like, oh man, that, that was really good, and and I'm ready for this. Like stuff happens in this issue that I, I I'm excited to talk about, but but it's maybe not Harleen. Just, you're right. Like it's just it's tough. Um, uh, man, uh, Joker has no chill uh, <laughs> at all. When when he's talking to to Harley, Joker has no chill. His name no. isn't Joe Chill either. <laughs> no, it just sounded um, like Joe Chill when you said that there, which is why I thought. No, that. I know. So anyway, yeah. Um, uh, so so the big stars obviously the last issue was uh, uh, Asriel took control of the Batcave. Everything was turned against him. Batman escaped just in time for everything to blow up, and. Yeah. Basically, Dick and Babs had to reveal who Batman is to Bullock and the the core GCPD team that they've been working with to come and save him and the big yeah, chopper. Duke. Right. Remember that? That's Duke. Yeah, that's Duke. That's oh, Duke is it? Oh, yeah, I, I'd forgotten that yeah. actually. I'm glad yeah. you. I I, I kind of went. Oh yeah, that's what they did with him in this yeah. book. Because I was like, that's Montoya, <laughs> that's Dick, that's Babs. Who's the big it's guy? A better version. Yeah, <laughs> he actually does stuff. So, do you know what? Can I just talk about the surreal element of this? Where we've got a, yeah. a scene after this where Batman's sitting at a table with D- Dick, Babs, uh, Duke, Montoya, and Bullock, and he's just sitting there with his mask off, and I'm like, "Well, this is a this is so new." I yeah, I, uh, I saw Murphy tweeting earlier in the week, um, because there was a uh, you know some news about Batman reveal, you know, have, you know the 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 identity reveal that mm-hmm. may or may not be coming up that we talked about last week, I think. Yeah. Um. And then he was tweeting, oh, oh, did someone say Batman was revealing his identity? Oh, um, hope no one does that first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the weird thing is, though, Did is... he reveal it to Gordon in the last one? I don't remember. No, he, he, he did it at the, the, the end of the first book. Yeah, the end of the Yeah, first that's what I mean. Day. Yeah. At, at the first series, okay. So I was like, well, he didn't tell Gordon, and that feels like a, a bad friend move. No, nah, Gordon knows. Yeah, Gordon yeah, knew Gordon. before everyone else did. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Gordon knew. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. That's past tense, buddy. Oh, okay. Let's jump into the end of the book. Uh, so, um, yeah, so basically, Batman goes to Harley to try and get him to kind of inspire uh, Joker to... Napier. To, well, to, to return to Napier, because he's, he's still Joker. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work, though. He just cracks some bad pregnancy jokes, brings and up... 
Uh, yeah, and, and let's not overlook the fact that Batman builds a cot in the space of one panel. He does, yes. yeah. Yeah, he he builds a, a, a crib, so uh, that's probably one of my favorite moments. Do you know like, why really... he builds a panel in, or a crib in one panel? Because he's the goddamn Batman. Batman. <laughs> well, so she's having twins, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's two cribs set up there. One's already built, and Batman helps with her going as someone that's recently put some some furniture together. Harley going. Why do I need to use a screwdriver if they're not going to give me one? Like that that outburst I thought was pretty hilarious. And then Batman, of course, showing up with the screwdriver. I thought was... Because of course he has one. Well, he's got everything right. else in his belt. Why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I've got a question so, I want cleared up here. Yeah. Um, I'm, all, I'm just slightly confused. Joker tells a story of how he found the you know the the remains and the sword mm-hmm. and all that stuff and the thing. Right. And he says, so I'm I'm going to read his dialogue here verbatim just so that I can clear this up. Yeah. So he's like, well, I suppose a great performer because he, he Batman basically says, oh, you're kind of a knockoff of this old character, uh, this old you know guy from yeah. back in you know Castlevania times is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Um, Castle times. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, well, I suppose a great performer shouldn't shouldn't be ashamed to admit his influences. Napier accidentally found uh, Laffy when he was trying to dig out of his cell. Yeah. He also found all of his secrets, and that's when the Joker was created. However, that means he was already imprisoned in Arkham. So, does he just mean that that's when the Joker came back at the end of White Knight? Or does he mean that the Joker was literally created when he found this stuff? I I think he means Napier might have been the Joker, you know, putting on an act. But But he he wasn't truly the Joker until this moment. Right. Okay. Is that, that the vamp... Whatever is there with the vampirism thing, whatever force turned Lafayette Arkham uh, into the you know big what? bad. I'll go back to, you know, in, in King's Batman uh, last week, mm-hmm. where it was, you know, okay, when was the first meeting? And it was like, yeah. you know, technically, yes, but, that happened, but it wasn't the first meeting. So what right. you're telling me is that up until now, in this universe, Joker's never really been the Joker. Uh, I think it was, I don't think it's this recent, I think it was a while ago still that this happened. Because yeah. okay. um, this was his back pocket. This is basically his revenge on Gotham and Napier for mm. is, is finally unleashing this. This was his back pocket plan. That's how I read all this, and that's why it was so important for Harley to break through, right? To figure yeah. out what's yeah. Joker. I, I guess for me, it, it was just weird to me that yeah. Napier was in prison before he was the Joker, kind of thing. Uh, right. no, I, I think he was the Joker, but he he didn't truly lean okay. into the persona in the same extent. Right. Uh, right, okay. you know, uh, whereas you have a, there's a physical split now between Joker and Napier. Right. That's a little I bit weird to me. Split but, happened. I mean, at this point, all my weirdness with how they've dealt with Joker in this book from the first story uh, is just kind of yeah. there. So it's made me kind of indifferent to them doing weird things mm-hmm. with him. It's just uh, that line was weird to me. I'm like, wait, he was already in Arkham yeah. before he no, was. No, I think he was already a, not a good guy, and this is where the physical split of the personalities mm-hmm. occurred. Yeah, it doesn't work though. He just makes a joke about a coat hanger. Uh, yeah, it's a dark. Yeah, joke. man, it's a very dark joke. Oof. Um, I know people try to rake Murphy over the coals. It's like, well, it's again, the Joker. <laughs> it's the Joker. And, and this goes to, you know, the Connor Earmuffs for wrestling talk real quick. When you have your top heel say something terrible, that's a reflection of that character, not of that actual, you know, yeah. not the person playing the heel. Of course. He's, he's trying to get heat. Joker's it, trying to get heat from the room. That, that's it. It's a bit murkier with wrestling because they'll, they'll use real world things yeah. and sometimes it can go yeah. too far. But, um, Definitely. Here, yeah, it's just it's a dark character saying a yeah, dark thing. It's it, it's not Murphy saying, "Hey, you know, no. like, this is funny." It's no, this is what the Joker would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to be and fair, so, I, I, to, it felt like a thing the Joker would say to me. That it didn't feel out of place for him to say that. And I like my Joker dark. I like my Joker yeah. absolutely yeah. despicable. I know, um, it was 
he did say there was, was like rough. a few things in the book that, that he thought people might yeah. have a problem with and that was one of them but he said that for mm -hmm. the most part the reaction has been pretty positive uh you know in, okay. in agreeing that yes this feels like the joker not mm. and you know and he hasn't been getting a lot of heat for it that's good yeah yeah um but yeah so you know the, 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 like harley and uh batman go looking for clues and look at the and was it joker's Wolf. where is it they're looking again on so in so the they're in the, the they're in arkham and they're evacuating it because of mm. everything that's happened they don't know so the best way to get to the bottom of this is to send everybody in, which i feel that's part of joker's plan as well probably um, yeah yeah right it, it did so, did we mention that that uh he unmasked for harley as well Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Because yeah, yeah. at this point, he's unmasked for everyone else. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's as yeah. bad as Barry. Yeah. Yeah, well, and so it cracks me up her reaction to it. She's like, oh, so you've been like this hot billionaire this whole time, and you let me run around with him. Thanks. <laughs> like, I just I love that part. And she's like, oh, so we're friends now, right? Like, you you do this just to friends. Because I'm sure everybody else knows, but I'm your friend. She's, he's like, stop. Okay, best friend. Like, I thought that was a good use of Harley's humor there. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we get um, uh, basically Gordon stepping down as commissioner and appoints uh, Montoya as a new commissioner, who's oh, who's reluctant to take awful. it, but Bill looks like, no, nah, no, nah, this is your job. And, yeah. and then he, he he tells some shitty jokes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, it's it's a terrible joke, but it's something I again something Bullock would say, like. And and to be fair, it's it's one of those where he's saying it in good spirit to a friend. Yeah. That, like Montoya throws the drink in his face, but she also looks yeah. like she's laughing. She's she's yeah. not offended she's by it. It's no, this is banter between friends. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but it's a sort of joke where you tell it out of context, and it just sounds both racist and homophobic at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But again, uh, not not taking up for the anti PC thing, right? Because like, or for the PC's bull, but like here again, this is this is Bullock, who's who's kind of a shitty guy, you know. <laughs> yeah of course you tell the type of joke like again it's in character i don't think murphy's going oh you know it's a funny joke i heard you know and throwing that in I, no no not. at all yeah so um, um but I, I love the idea of montoya becoming the next commissioner um and that that she doesn't want it which is always a sign in these type and, of stories that like that's why she needs yeah. it and at first she's you know? she's offended that they oh you're just picking yeah. me because of who i am you know yeah. you, the optics of it Joe, Joe, yeah. I, Joe, I like about this. I like Gordon coming out, and he thinks Batman's behind him. But then you see the uh, the the hand, and, the then you see it, and then you see it more yeah. clearly in the, the the actual handshake, and you're like, "Shit, it's Azrael," and yep. you you get to worry. And and, and, and Gordon's uh, making a deal with him. And but yeah. Batman's t too busy. Uh, I mean, because he makes a deal more or less before he's, he knows who it is. I think, right? He's digging. Yeah, he's and and Bats and and Harley are, are digging around that. Uh, that crypt for for some signs and um, what Lafayette left written is, in his blood that Joker wiped off and yeah but Harley uh, goes out of labor so right and and, Which... and Bama's like come on then we'll we'll get you out of here and she's like nope no time doing it here now no. give me those amazing painkillers you got in your belt he's like I, I don't know if that's give me the drugs Harley try and yep. relax. Uh, now or i swear to god i'll let you fight yeah. a pregnant woman so so it basically yep. that, that that page is there to just make sure we know that batman is busy and he's not coming to help like he's yeah. in the middle of a situation yeah, yeah, yeah. um so mm -hmm. we come back and gordon you know having shaken his hand realizing well, that this is not batman uh starts to fight back and the, the cops come out and they all try to shoot him and 
this broke my heart. Uh, Gordon just as he, he, Gordon thinking he's about Sorry. to die says, "Tell Barbara I love her, and I couldn't be more proud." And then, like, Asriel's goons all start shooting from the, the rooftops. Mm-hmm. And Asriel stabs Gordon through the chest, and uh, Gordon goes over the balcony. Flaming I, sword. I, I he ignites like... the sword mm-hmm. and then yeah. stabs him. And Ugh. with the sword in his chest, Gordon still, you know, yeah. he pulls out his, he's got his gun there, and, and he takes a shot right to the chest, and it, right. it does nothing. Bullock's getting hit by the by the snipers. Yeah, Bullock right. gets hot in the shoulder. Yeah, so everyone he's... else is yeah everyone else is ducking for cover, um, and and it ends with here's my problem too. If if he got stabbed through with a flaming sword, wouldn't it have cauterized? So why is there all that blood? Like I get Gordon's dead. I'm not saying like he um, I, th- I think it's dead, but... I mean I don't think it's that quick i guess like you know he's because he's, the wind's so not. big and deep that i don't think the, the flaming sword is there yeah. long enough to ca- actually cauterize it it's mm. kind of like why is there blood when they cut off the tarantula face guy well because i think it's face also because when the sword gets pulled out it's basically reopened the wounds you know yeah maybe um kind of yeah. thing so uh yeah Either so way, it looks good the so. final page yeah. is garden line near blood flowing from and it's going down a, a sewer man you know manhole cover that just says yep. city of gotham on it which i think is actually a nice little touch that there's yeah. just like yeah. th- this is gotham this is what happens in down. Gotham. Um, um well and you kind of skipped over some of the, the other lore elements of oh which i know you love the whole going reason on this is going on right is is the waynes and and the arkham's and then the the uh, what's his name backer from the yeah. The order. And, I mean, yeah. the Wayne promised him land if he helped clean up right. the city, but he never never gave him it, and that's why there's the whole. He never there. did, and so there Harley and uh, Harley and him find another body underneath. That's when she goes into labor, and they think it's backer, but we don't really know yet. Um, and all I can think of is the setup here is like he was starting to change, so that you know uh, Edmund Wayne, you know, threw him down in there. Yeah. Right, and and he, he but it, served but his fate. It looked like he was just abandoning him at that point. Right, and so and whatnot, and so that's what they're using for the order is that they've you know, Joker might have told uh, Azrael that this was his relative, and you know, and I love Bullock's line is like it's always comes down to Wayne, doesn't it? Like you guys are always messing something in the city, so yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. Uh, and how, how what, what's this mean for Azrael going forward? You know, mm-hmm. like he he is willing, like he's blown up Wayne Manor. He's taken out Commissioner Gordon. Like I feel like nobody's safe. We, you know, we're a third through this book now, and he is still yeah. kind of a total mystery. Yeah, yeah. but he's also a complete yeah. villain. Like he's, done, I mean, yeah. sure, we may do a thing where the the maybe the influence is like taking him over, but yeah. it, this is this book is definitely treating Azrael as no, he's just a straight up like evil yeah. bastard. Well, he's oh yeah. I I want Deathstroke to show up and they have a have a sword duel. That's what mm-hmm. I want. You know, like Batman hires Slade Wilson. Yeah. You know, like, that'd be cool. I, I don't um, know if it's just the uh, the design, but this Azrael is reminding me a lot of uh, Arkham Knight from from the uh, game. Yeah, I can not, see that. Not not from de- oh. whatever they did with Detective. Yeah, Cullen. yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Um, yeah, uh, the, the, the proper I Arkham. Like. <laughs> uh, I forgot Astrid Arkham. I, I just that popped it in my head. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not not that um, bollocks. Yeah, no. Um, I just got sidetracked with, with it when you said that. And, uh, just on, on that, you know, uh, I, I mean, spoilers for Arkham Knight, I guess, but yeah. is, is it possible we pull the same twist here? No, because we know who uh, Azrael yeah, is. Yeah, but no, no, no. As in, you know, have we seen under this Azrael? Have we seen it being Jean-Paul? 
Yeah, we, we see him turn yeah, to. Yeah, remember, the, he was he was, uh, yeah. he was a janitor and he had cancer or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he says he's trying to fix Gotham. Yeah, we've seen Joker promised him. So, um. But yeah, it's, uh... Connor was trying to turn us into a Jason Todd no, reveal. I was just wondering if it was possible. Uh, Yo, you're reading way too much Red Hood. I, but... I was, I wasn't gonna go with Astrid. No. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say about. So, so far, this is three, three in, and all I'm getting is duality. Like that's the theme of this one. Yeah. Because you have you have Napier and Joker, you have Bruce and Batman. Harley has twins, right? And then you have the order. You have everything with the vampires and day and night and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So Ed, Ed, uh, Edmund, Edmund, Edward, Edmund, um, and yeah. and uh, and Bacar. Right. So there's there's a sense of duality. They they meant uh, Murphy brings up Cain and Abel a couple times. Yeah. And you know, and then you look at Joker's eyes predominantly here in this one. Definitely, you see the two different shades. You have the green and the the purple. So there's just there's a sense of duality at play that I'm really enjoying. Yeah. Mm. All right. And obviously Murphy's art is uh, you know up to what fantastic. it normally is. It's... It is fantastic. Yeah. 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 I, I did I, I did utter oh shit when Gordon got it because I definitely wasn't. I'm like oh no the the GTO is gonna help him. Mm. Like that's just how it goes, right? Superhero comics. Yeah. Like like obviously it was possibly he was going to die. It's an Elseworld, and you know he can kill whoever he yeah. wants. But it but, felt the scene did generally feel like oh it could be a moment where it's like a big scare and it shows like how bad Azrael yeah. is without a murder. But then no, Gordon just yeah. gets killed and that's it. Yeah. We end yeah, with his gone. death. So yeah, what are you giving it, Matt? Um, this was a. I'm trying not to judge it against Harleen, <laughs> so I enjoyed this. But do I give it as high as as a? I'm gonna give this one 8.5. Connor, I have to agree with the 8.5. I'm going to give it a solid 8. It was really good. Um, so there you go. That is uh, all the books this week, which takes us on to our section of the show where we pick our favourite stuff of the week, do our favourite panel slash moment, favourite cover, favourite art, and for top five books of the week. And isn't it nice that we actually have enough to you know, pick a meaningful top five out yeah. of uh, yeah. for, for a change? So, yeah, uh, best um, panel slash moment, Matt? Mm. I'm going to do the very last panel of Harleen. That... That shadow with the Joker and her standing there, I got a sense of dread. Like it was, it was rough times. That was a solid pick, Connor. Uh, I am going to go with also from Harleen, unsurprisingly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the panels of uh, Joker and Batman fighting in the smoke and the mm -hmm. shadows, and Harley just stood in front of them watching. Too. It's gorgeous. That one's good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's be honest, I'm probably also going to go with Harley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, spoil for choice. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with the Harley Two-Face kind of like tease of the future yes. moment. Ma mainly because yeah. I like this kind of somber attitude to it where it's like within six months we're both going to be murderers. Like this, this posturing we've both got this day was meaningless yeah. ultimately. Gotham's going to ruin them yeah. is basically the the, the tone yeah so. I, I dig that um all right favorite cover of the week matt it's a one woman variant vision like that one it's really good you get the cheetah claw marks on the shield sure the the reds yeah it, it's it's real real yeah solid. i you know i i hate to do it but 
<laughs> Harleen. You're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, the regular it's... Harleen cover is yeah, a thing of Cedric beauty. So it is. That's what I'm going with. Do you know what? I have three tabs open as the things I was gonna yeah. pick. One yeah. of them is Harleen. One of them was the Wonder Woman cover that Matt just picked. Yeah. So just for the sake of difference, I'll pick the third yeah. one. Even though I love both of those, uh, it's actually the Justice League Dark variant of Bobo. Okay, I think that's, that's pretty uh, good. It's a, a great that's... cover. All right, and then we have uh, best art of the week, and oh boy, yeah, this is this is unfair because you got Sejic, you got Murphy, um, you got Marquez. You got a lot of Sejic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, sixty yeah. pages that's, that's of Sejic. Three books worth of Sejic, yeah, and it's all flawless. Just spoil, just yeah. spoil the Sejic. So, yeah, I'll say it. Cedric's winning for me. And I love Marquez's art. Obviously, Murphy's very good, but it's Cedric. It's just Harleen. Yeah. Uh, Which right. I, I just want to point out, though, that, that there were other good artists this week. Very good art this mm. week. But but Cedric. But Cedric. All right, I'll make it a clean sweep. I, I was going to go Murphy, but we'll go. <laughs> we'll, we'll go Cedric. Cedric. Had, had Connor been like, I don't know. Marquez is pretty pretty great. I'm going to go with Marquez. You know, mm. you'd have so gone around the trio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would have done what you did with the covers. So, yeah. all right, top five books, Matt. Go. Number one, Harleen. Number two, White Knight. Number three, Action Comics. Number four, Batman, Superman, and number five, Shazam. Cool, Wait. Connor. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Harleen. Can I pick Harleen again? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's three books worth. It can be number one, two, and three. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, no, okay, seriously. Uh, Harleen, uh, White Knight, Just Sleep Dark, Batman, Superman, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Harleen's my number one. It's getting, getting the hat trick, obviously. Not that it's a surprise, given the ratings. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Batman, Superman. Number three, I'm going to go with... Curse of the White Knight. Number four, I'm going to go with Shazam. Number five, I'm going to go with Batgirl. There you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, solid week of books. Some stuff to be excited about uh, in there for sure. Um, and if for some reason you didn't read Harleen, yeah, go and read, read Harleen. Harleen. Yeah, give, give Harleen a try. Uh, it's worth the effort, as, is what we're saying. Um, so, uh, what is coming next week is what I'm now going to tell you. Um, right, here we go. So, coming next week. Week 1 of October, the spooky month. Uh, we have Batman number <laughs> 80. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that, Matt. Uh, no, sometimes you're so dumb. For as smart <laughs> as you are, so sometimes the stuff you say is very dumb. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's about my charm. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 issue 6, so that, that miniseries is wrapping up, which is cool. I'll read the, num- uh, the second and third of those trades at some point, because I like the first one. Uh, we have Deceased number 5 uh, coming out next week. We got Deathstroke 48. We have... Oh, I read Doomsday Clock there. My heart skipped a beat. Um, <laughs> this is just, yeah, it's just a hardcover, the first hardcover of the, of the collection. Uh we have uh, we have Green Lantern issue twelve, we have Harley Quinn sixty six, we have Justice League thirty three, we have Legion of Superheroes Millennium issue two, uh, so that's two of two. Uh, we have Lois Lane number four, we have Young Justice number nine, and that is up for the the regular books. We also have Superman yeah. up in the sky for the uh, the Walmart reprints. Uh, yeah, I just want to mention that we've got the new 
giants starting. Uh, yeah. So Flash Giant is the first one, which has a yeah. as a story by Gail Simone as there's the main you know bulk of it. It's like, and then uh, another another sto- a short story by uh, Jeff Parker. Wait, what are these giants then? Is this all new material? So they're, they're kind of replacing those, you know, those Walmart yeah. giants that we have. So, you know, like we have, you know, those special. So, you know, like what uh, Superman yeah. Up in the Sky is, uh, they're doing new ones of they, those, but they're not exclusive anymore. They did not make this clear what these were. because No, no they didn't, because when they just put them in the solicits, they were just blank. So, uh, so this is actually all new material? Uh, it's not all new material. It's two new stories. So it's a 16-page story by Simone and Clayton Henry is the artist on that one. And then an eight-page story by uh, Parker with um, Mendonca on art. And then reprints. Okay. Yes, it's those plus um, some, you know, you know, it tells me what the reprints are, but it um, doesn't really matter what those are. Yeah. But, you know, there's tw- 22 pages of new story, I think. Okay. 24. Well, I've got, what, three, four, I've got five books next week. Maybe I'll try the Flash Giant. It's <laughs> so assuming it goes up on Comixology. Assuming, which yeah. Which I, I assume... It, it, it might, because it is listed on, on, on Diamond here, so it's it's getting proper distribution through the stores. I wonder if they so. do, like, a, like knock a dollar off the price and just have the new material as opposed to doing all the reprint stuff. Because the reprint yeah, stuff maybe. doesn't make as much sense. Because it's, it's only $5 as it is Yeah. Uh, with the with the reprint stuff, which I think is, is a fair price for the amount you're getting in it. It's yeah. 100 pages. But if you cut off um, the, all the reprint stuff, it's basically a regular length comic book. Or dollar book. Yeah. yeah, which seems fair. So maybe they will. Um I would hope so, but we'll we'll see next week. But can they call it a giant without all those extra pages? I suppose they can. <laughs> no, no. So that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, but no, uh, that's uh, that's what's coming next week, though. So uh, bit of a later week to give us a give us a break after this week's uh, hefty and before the rest of October, and before the rest of October, where things will heat up nicely. So yeah that is uh that's beautiful so that actually brings an end to episode 174 of comics from the multiverse uh where once again i'll reiterate you can of course tell us what you think about the comics in the comments you can like and subscribe you can support us by giving us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our podcast uh you can of course go to patreon.com which we mentioned in the middle and support us for as little as a dollar per month to keep all the content coming uh you can get us on twitter at dc comics podcast and uh, maybe next week I'll actually remember to ask you guys what your picks of the week were so that we yeah, can... Yeah, two weeks say, in Connor, a row. I was, I I was arguing with my sister about where she's at in LA right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, did I miss him saying that what the what the no. listener's pick was? And then no, no. he's just uh, slacking again. Uh, very busy, all right? But very busy. Well, just... Just I, I don't know how much of this will mean to listeners, but when, when you say you're going to Santa Monica, that does not mean... You're going to be on Santa Monica Boulevard when you go to LA, uh, so it it's you're not the same. So when you ask me how to get somewhere, <laughs> like open your map app, all right? Like why are you asking me? I'm in I'm I'm at home. I'm not with you. Yeah, your phone your phone has GPS. You can literally look at the map. Yeah, exactly. And you can see so your little. You're like hey, where's that one place that we went that one time? And and when I when I tell you, and then you go, well, no, that's kind of far. It's just, it's very frustrating. You can so literally I'm... watch yourself move on the map as you walk. Yeah. It, technology yeah. is a wonderful thing. <laughs> so, so when I tell you, we went to the Grove that one time and uh, to go go look. And then you say, well, no, we're not that close. Okay, then I don't know what to tell you. And come to find out, no, exactly. They're 10 minutes from the Grove and I want to pull my hair out. Uh, uh... <sighs> 
Excellent. All right, that has been the show. Um, so yeah, moving into October, I'll just mention briefly here uh, the the horror movie podcast that we do since uh, October Thon is about to start. Screams After Midnight that I do with Tim. Uh, we do a marathon throughout the month of October where we have episodes on every day or almost every day. Uh, we're going to try our best to hit every day this year, and if we don't, we'll be close. We'll be very close. So that's what's coming up. Um, so I, I really part of the reason why I've been busy is that I've been editing and rendering and uploading episodes that are going up next week because I need to get a head start because there's so goddamn many of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, that kicks off on Tuesday um, with uh, 1982's Creep Show and then continues from there with a mix of old and new and some various other things. Is that streaming anywhere easily accessible? Because I'm, I needs to watch it. Uh, I watched the Blu-ray, so I never checked, so I can't tell you. Shoot. Okay. I'll but, ask Tim. Tim usually is up to date with that stuff. T- t- I'm pretty sure Tim's got a fancy special edition, even more fancier than mine, oh, so I don't yeah, know if he checked. does. I know I can just go to Just Watch, but I yeah. like to ask my friends, Connor. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Hey, it's fine. I've got two Just Watch bookmarked because I've got I've got a VPN yeah. to switch to the US Prime or the US Netflix oh. when I feel like it. So I have to check two Just Watches to make sure things are available. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. before we wrap up, we've been gushing over Harleen and oh, yeah. Pete probably butchered Sejic's name mm-hmm. uh, at the start of that. Uh, he he actually tweeted in the last hour that he's seen you know, a yeah. bunch of YouTube you know reviews oh, about yeah. Harleen this week, and he said he's come to the conclusion that he's the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch of comic name pronunciations. That everyone's <laughs> just got their own way of saying it. He says, yeah. for the record, he's very much okay with just saying Stephen. Even his own sister calls him that anyway. Stephen Sejic. Oh. Okay, so, from this day we're, forth, we're going with that. Steven Sejic. I'm fine with that. Pizza also, all over my joke, I was going to say it's Stripen Steven. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. Who has a hard time pronouncing Benedict Cumberbatch? It's easy. Well, Benedict can't... Bandersnatch. It's a, it's a weird name, don't get me wrong, but it's not hard to pronounce. It's, a it's pretty... not, but I mean, Cumberbatch can't say penguins, so. Who knows? Says says the two Brits, where that's like the most British name. Uh, of course, you have no problem. But it's, saying a, but it. it's an easy. Yeah, but there's no there's no hard like sounds in it. It's just it's it's just it's exactly how it looks. Yeah, Cumberbatch. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that is because it's for the multiverse. I actually already did most of my outro stuff uh, before that yeah. wild tangent, which I'm pr- pretty sure is going to be on Patreon now and not be part of the episode because that was just that, that went so long. Did 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 you get to do in Patreon? I did, I did, yeah, I did, I did the stuff. Well, I did it in the middle, and then I sort of just recapped it a little bit at the end. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We'll see you next week for episode 175. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper, but remember to never get lost at the Speed Force. Did you just Spock him? 